Pearl Broadcasting presents High School Basketball. And good evening, everybody, and a welcome up here to Sac City, Iowa. Jeff Blankman and Todd Danner with you. Of course, it is the Mackie Motors at Tailgate. Uh, Mackie Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years of running. And again, we appreciate uh, Mackie Motors, again, uh, sponsoring uh, our pregame here each and every night uh, throughout the season. And uh, they are also, again, uh, together, uh, let's drive at Mackie Motors in Lake City. Check them out as well at MackieMotors.com. Jeff Blankman, Todd Danner with you again. We've got Kemper at Eastside County. Todd, these two teams have seen each other once already this year. Does that mean anything here tonight? Uh, no, it really does. I mean, yeah, Kemper handled them, handled them pretty, you know, obviously win the first time, but, but it's, it's, post, it's a postseason time. It's a whole new season, yep. the second season, as everybody calls it. And, uh, you know, Eastside County was trying to tweak a few things from the last time they played. Yep. But, uh, no, like I said, I don't think it really has a, too much of a meaning from the, since the last, last time they played. And as Todd has talked about here, it was Kemper winning that last time uh, out when they met earlier this season. Uh, and they won that one uh, fairly handily. The Knights have won two in a row in this uh, series, uh, and they have uh, been 14-3 and three against Eastside County since uh, 2009. Kemper coming into the night 8-12 on the year, while Eastside County sitting right now at 8-13 on the season. Thanks as much as to Casey Miners back in our studio monitoring things. We'll talk about this game, and we'll tell you all of our 18 wrestling qualifiers for the state meet when we come back with more of our pregame. That's coming up right here on Kick 106.7 or 93.7 KKRL. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express days, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackie Motors in Lake City, MackieMotors.com. Family-owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. One gig-capable network and over a century of service, Corn Belt Telephone in Wall Lake is more than just phone. Servicing rural SAC, western Calhoun, and northern Terrell counties with over 90 cable TV channels, up to 100 Mbps fiber optic internet speed, and providing unlimited data usage with no contracts. We're Corn Belt Telephone, and we're powered by fiber optics, so you can do more. Find us on Facebook, call us at 712-664-2221, or visit us on the web at cornbelttelephone.com to see what we can do for you. Go Raiders! Feld Security of Carroll is the choice of homeowners and business professionals. They chose Feld Security because of the local and prompt service and 24-7 technician support. They also like the ability to control the security of their home from their mobile device. That makes keeping their property safe even easier. A professional Feld representative can help you create a protection plan for your home or business. No matter what you're trying to protect, they've got you covered. Feld Security of Carroll, proud sponsor of our local schools. The 
Just like when and uh, Todd Danner back here with you again as we come to you live here from the uh, Gatorade broadcast booth distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Our Mackie Motors uh, pregame tonight in Tailgate uh, brought to you by Mackie Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Arc of Excellence Award for 15 years at, uh, running uh, together. Let's drive at Mackie Motors in Lake City and at MackieMotors.com. Todd, let's talk a little bit about the Kemper Knights coming into tonight. Uh, the Knights right now 8-12 and 12 on the year. They have won their last two games uh, and go, went 3-1 and one over their last four. Uh, beat Dennis and Schleswig uh, 47-30, knocked off Shenandoah 38-27. What stands out to you about what you've seen from this team this season? Well, I had a chance, uh, opportunity to see Kemper play by two or three times. It's, it's, it's just the athletic uh, progress of, the, of all of the girls. they got good size. They have a nice inside ball, inside game, but they also have, they have a bunch of athletic kids that can shoot from the perimeter. So I, I think one, one thing they're going to try and do tonight is maybe, uh, maybe I'm not sure if they press a whole lot, and set the tone with that a little bit, and then possibly get out, see if they can get the transition game going. If they get the transition game going, get some easy baskets, and try to set the tone early enough to where they get, maybe get some more uh, some girls off the bench some playing time tonight. And, and some keys for them, I, I think, is, is going to be how well they shoot the basketball. Right. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a great battle inside. But if they can get uh, some good shooting uh, from the outside, um, I think they're probably uh, going to be, um, you know, in pretty good shape. So uh, I think they're going to, you know, it's going to be a key. Can Elsa Tiefenthaler and Lauren mm-hmm. Bell and Aubrey Hutton uh, get going? Kaylee Simons, I think, also going to be huge for them uh, down uh, uh, down outside as well. And, and then we'll talk about that battle in the middle coming up here in just a little bit. did remember um, that I wanted to run through the wrestling qualifiers, yep. Yep. and I've got a book here in front of me, <laughs> folks. The most qualifiers locally uh, that we've had in my 18 or 20 years of, quali- of covering state uh, and wrestling in the area here, 18 qualifiers heading down to the state tournament this year. We'll run you through all of them. Lane Elmquist of Audubon, a runner-up at 113 pounds. Cooper Ludwig of Carroll, a champion at 150 pounds. Kel Nelson of Carroll, a champion at 138 pounds. Chase Regaler of Carroll, a champion at 165 pounds. Quentin Hulking of Carroll, a champion at 190 pounds. Beckett Hagen of Carroll, a runner-up at 126 pounds. Levi Dirks of Carroll was a runner-up at 132 pounds. Owen Clucky of Kemper was a runner-up at 157 pounds. Caleb Hoffman of Kemper was a champion uh, at 120 pounds. And Clucky, of course, of Carroll at 157. In uh, Hoffman, a champion uh, for Kemper at 120 pounds. Uh, Kieran Polking, uh, second-place finisher uh, at Carroll uh, at 175 pounds. Uh, Braden Burns of Ethac, a champion at 132 pounds. Charlie Vite of Ethac, a champion at 144 pounds. Rock Natras of South Central Calhoun, a champion at 150 pounds. Tate Barrett of Kemper, a champion at 165 pounds. Aylin Galbronson, a runner-up for South Central Calhoun at 165 pounds. Jake Earlbeck of Kemper, a runner-up at 157 pounds. Bryce Wiskus, a runner-up for Kemper at 190 pounds. And Kobe Pierce, a runner-up for Kemper at 215 pounds. So again, 18 qualifiers. I know Casey Miner's working on that story. He'll get that recap up on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com coming up yet tonight. Also, Carroll Boys Swim Team was having a great one. I know they had the 200 medley relay uh, placed in the top 10, finishing 7th. And I know they had another event. I apologize off the top of my head, folks, but uh, Deb Danner has had a great run. And I know Isak's got a kid on the team. Kemper's got, uh, you know, Kyle Sundrup on that team as well. So uh, Casey's going to be writing up a recap story of that. You can also find that on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. 
We'll step away, take a break, back with more of our pregame brought to you again by Mackie Motors Tailgate. That's coming up for you next right here on 93.7 KKR. At Collins Aerospace, we believe in investing in our employees' future. That's why we are proud to offer our employee scholar program. Whether you want to pursue a professional certificate or a degree related to the industry, we offer full tuition reimbursement and even paid study time. Our employee scholar program is the perfect tool to help achieve the future you've been dreaming of. At Collins, we don't just want to offer you a job. We want to offer you a career and a future in aerospace. For details on the Collins Aerospace Employee Scholar Program, visit us at careers.rtx.com. Did you know if you experience a sports injury, Loring Hospital in Sac City has an experienced team to get you back in the game. With the team approach at Loring Hospital, our physical therapists can provide you the one-on-one personalized rehabilitation you may need. At Loring Hospital, we will help athletes of all ages be the safest and best they can be. For more information, call Loring Hospital in Sac City at 712-662-7105. Loring Hospital, your family health center. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Custom graduation invitations for your one-of-a-kind senior from Stone Printing and Office Supply. It's super easy. You bring in your favorite picture of your senior, and Stones will custom design your invites to your needs. That's it. You're busy with all the other details, so let Stone Printing and Office Supply take the invitations off your list and make them memorable. And remember, Stone Printing and Office Supply also does yard signage, too. Congratulations to the class of 2024. From footings to framing to finish, for farm, home, or commercial, for more than 90 years, Wallach Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Wallach Lumber, with locations in Wallach, Lakeview, Potable, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumberyard. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business, team, or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. Brought to you by Mackey Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. Jeff Lankman, Todd Danner with you. Of course, Casey Miners uh, back in our studio. Todd, we talked a little bit about uh, Kemper uh, for East Sac County. I, I, to me, kind of a similar thought in a way that uh, I, I think they need to get some outside shooting tonight because in a way, I jokingly said this, with Coach Jason Phillips when I did my weekly interview with him on, on Wednesday, I think it was, uh, that, you know, with Addison Ehler and, and Kendall Quirk, you pretty much know you're going to get combined 
20-some points and probably close to 20 or more rebounds, uh, right. you know, per game. Right. Um, so the key for them, keeping them girls out of foul trouble and then getting somebody to knock down shots outside. Yeah, like you said, I think as you said in the first game, a couple of girls got into foul trouble. Yep. So if they can keep those two girls on the uh, on the floor tonight, it's definitely going to benefit the Eastside County. And I said, this should be a nice, a nice battle down low. Yeah. The other girl, a couple of girls averaged almost 10, 10, a little over 10 rebounds a ball game yeah. for the for the Raiders. So, yeah, if they can do that, I think the big thing for them guys is, is handling, maybe handling the pressure that Kemper might throw at them and taking care of the ball and getting good shots. I think if they can get good shots, and get that point total up a little bit, I think it's gonna, they're going to make a competitive ball game. Yeah, this is a team that hasn't scored a ton mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season. Uh, the Raiders are coming into this one scoring 41 points per game. Camper at 49 points per game. Mm-hmm. So, Todd, neither one of these real explosive offenses, and right. I think that's because for both of them it starts on the defensive end. East Act, they'll press some, uh, but they're going to sit back, I think, in a 2-3 a lot this time. Um, when they played Kemper the first time, they went man-to-man, and they were in a press, and they got into foul trouble. Coach Phillips told me it was after that game he realized that, hey, I go 2-3 zone. All of a sudden now, Ehler and, and Quirk aren't getting in the foul trouble down in the post. Right. They're still able to rebound as well as they have, and he goes, now I'm getting more minutes out of them because they're not getting into the foul trouble that they had been getting in prior. So cool. that's going to be key for them. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's one of the adjustments you'll probably see tonight. Then. Yep. Early, on, early on the ball game, is them going to go into a zone to see what uh, – they can slow down Kemper a little bit and keep that inside game, Kemper's inside game from getting off like they did in the first, first ball game. We'll stand away, take a break, back with more of our Mackie Motors tailgate coming up right here on 93.7 KKR. Did you miss out on the start of the spring semester at the DMAC Carroll campus? Don't worry. DMAC offers many courses starting in February and March, so you can stay on track to complete your academic and career goals. You can find classes in a variety of subject areas and delivery modes. Call the DMAC Carroll campus today to get enrolled. 792-1755. DMAC, life's calling. When it comes to giving you the best yields, conditioning of your seed is the utmost importance. And Jacobson Seed, their focus is on your success. With their updated conditioning equipment, they're giving you, their valued customers, the highest quality seed. With their expanded facilities, conditioning of your seed will help prevent those unyielding, annoying, spindly plants and produce high-quality, high-yielding crops. Jacobson Seed, American veteran family-owned independent seed company. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always St. Nothing better exemplifies teamwork than the hard work and dedication of our local student-athletes. The same can be said of the team at Domino Motors in Sac City. Whether it's pre-owned or new, parts or service, Domino Motors has the expertise you don't just need, but deserve. Domino Motors, Sac City's ideal Chevy dealer and proud supporters of the East Sac County Raiders. Does your IT support really understand your business and goals? Or are they just there to fix something when needed? 
That isn't putting technology to work for your business. Custom Technology Solutions, or CTS, has been supporting all kinds of business for over 25 years. CTS, owned and operated right here in Carroll, is your IT partner that understands how to use technology for your success. Call Jamie North at Custom Technology Solutions at 877-287-1007 and work with a true IT partner. That's CTS, Custom Technology Solutions. Are you the student athlete who gets out of bed hours before you want to and stay at school hours after class to practice? Are you one of those kids who push themselves to perform better and pull for their teammates when they struggle? Good for you. Keep working hard, but remember to dream big, too. Because reaching big goals starts with dreaming big dreams. Your fans at Bank Midwest are proud of you. Great experience. One place. At Mackie Motors in Lake City, or check them out online as well, at MackieMotors.com. Jeff Blankman, Todd Danner with you here. Let's take a quick look at some of the numbers here. Uh, for Kemper, they come in averaging up 49 points per game, shooting 29% from the three-point line, 35% from the field, and 59% from the free-throw line. For Eastack County tonight, uh, they are shooting four, uh, scoring 41 points per game, shooting 28% from the three-point line, 34% from the field, and 53% from the free throw line. We need to step away, take another break. We're back with more of our Mackie Motors tailgate next right here on Kick 106.7, excuse me, 93.7 KKRS. It's time for the huge filter sale at Napa Auto Parts of Carroll. Going on now until February 28th. Save up to 40% on top quality ag, truck, and auto filters. And while you're there, check out all the other great products and services available from your locally owned and operated Napa Auto Parts store. Don't miss out. See Napa Auto Parts for all your filter needs. Napa Auto Parts, Highway 30 West in Carroll. So much more than a parts store. Before time runs out, call Halber Enterprises for all your grain handling projects. They're here to help you with all of your steel buildings and electrical needs. Whether you want to build new, add-on, or simply need service and maintenance, Halber Enterprises and Sukup Manufacturing have experience with projects of all sizes. Call Mike or Gary at Halber Enterprises, 712-658-2141. The biodiesel industry is growing at a rapid pace across the country, but also in our backyards. And Western Iowa Energy is at the forefront of that environmental and economic advancement. Western Iowa Energy is committed to producing renewable, clean-burning diesel for our area and beyond. Made from a large range of feedstocks, the biodiesel produced locally by Western Iowa Energy is creating green jobs, improving the environment, and reducing our dependence on imported diesel. Western Iowa Energy, fueling a better future. As the parent of a student-athlete, it can be hard to find time for cooking delicious meals and snacks. The Market on 30 is here to help with our incredible selection of frozen entrees, Pasquale's pizzas, and our famous mac and cheese. Or try some of our quick and easy air-fryer-friendly foods, like juicy chicken strips and crunchy cheese balls. The Market on 30 in the BP Plaza, Carol's Food and Party Store, and a proud supporter of all of our local athletes. 
Smithfield Foods is an American-based food company committed to producing high-quality, wholesome, and affordable food. They want you to join their team in Carroll. They're hiring general production individuals, and the starting pay, $19.55 per hour. And you'll also get a generous benefits package. You'll get holidays, paid time off, medical, vision, dental insurance, and more. Visit smithfieldfoods.com forward slash carol to apply online. Smithfield Foods, equal opportunity employer, including disability and veterans. RJB Diesel Repair in Westside can get you ready for the cold weather. Winterize your heavy truck now with maintenance by reliable and experienced mechanics. Batteries, tires and chains, fuel treatment, minor repairs and more. RJB Diesel Repair has the equipment and knowledge to get you on the road. When you want small town service done right, call the family owned garage that you can trust. RJB Diesel Repair in Westside, 663-4500 or Big Pete's wife Sarah at 790 Coming to you live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes feel, recover, and perform. Let's take a look at our starting lineups tonight. First of all, for the visitors on the scoreboard here tonight, the Kemper Knights under head coach Andrew Clank. They come in 8-12 and on the season, 3-1 and over their last four games, having won two straight. Uh, they are going to be starting a 5'6 sophomore in Elsa Tiefenthaler, a 5'9 junior in Carson Overmull, a 5'10 senior in Aubrey Hewton, a 5'9 senior in Lauren Bell, and a 5'10 senior in Franny Glenn. For the hometown East Acker Raiders tonight, uh, under head coach Jason Phillips, 2-2 two two in their last four ball games. 8-13 and 13 on the season, winning their last time out over South Central Calhoun. They'll be starting a 5'8 junior in McKenna Tiger, a 5'3 senior in Jen Ashinger, a 5'5 sophomore in Sarah Bontrager, a 5'10 junior in Anderson Ehler, and a 5'9 junior in Kendall Quirk. Well, step boy, we've got tip-off of tonight's game between Kemper and Isak next here on KKRL. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express days, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City, MackeyMotors.com. Arcadia Meats proudly supports ESAC County student-athletes. For more than 40 years, Arcadia Meats has set the bar high when it comes to official and custom processing of your animals, retail needs, and wholesale distribution. Serving all of Iowa and beyond, whether you're looking for fresh steaks, pork products, their famous herbs jerky, or any products for your personal or business needs, look for all of your Arcadia Meats favorites at a store or restaurant near you. And go Raiders! Step up to more power and all-around capability with new hauling compact and subcompact tractors from Haley Equipment in Carroll and Rockwell City. The Workmaster Utility Series is a tough, practical workhorse providing unmatched comfort and simplicity. The Workmaster Utility Tractor, ready to complete any task with the productivity of the 12 by 12 powered shovel transmission and four-wheel drive. Stop into Haley Equipment in Carroll and Rockwell City and see how the new Holland Workmaster tractors are the best utility tractors to help you complete those tasks efficiently. 
Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never-frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's famous custard is made fresh throughout the day, every day. With over 30 toppings to choose from, there is something for everyone. Grab a shake, malt, concrete mixer, or sundae. Find your favorite. Check out the flavor today online at Culver's.com. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of the East Sac Raiders. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is dedicated to providing reliable, affordable, and responsible electricity. Whether watching TV or using the Internet, Raccoon Valley's member owners depend on the electricity from Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative to power their lives and to keep them connected with family, friends, and communities. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Seconds into this ball game here tonight. It was Kemper winning the opening tip. Aubrey Hewton missed a three from the left corner. Ball was tipped out of bounds. Knights almost came up with this deal, but Carson Overmull standing on the sideline when she came up with it. So the Raiders have it here. Scoreless, 7.20 to go here in the first quarter. Steiger over to Ashinger. They'll bounce it to the elbow. Down to the right corner. Bontrager open for three. And the assist from Ehler to Bontrager. And the Raiders thought have the opening lead here tonight. Yeah, nice pass there from Ehler for the three-point shot from the side from Bontrager. And like what we talked about, Kemper comes out in a three-quarter court press on defense right away for a two-thing he gets pressure on him. Hewton over Mole over to Tiefenthaler looking to tie it. Her three is up no good. Long rebound going to be tracked down by Lauren Bell. First tonight for Bell. She averages about seven a game. Hewton left side jumper on the way from the left side of the top of the key. No good. Rebound taken down by Bell. Her second back down to Bell in the corner. Up to Overmull left side top of the key. Over to the right side now to Tiefenthaler. Back to Glenn. Through the fingertips of Overmull, saves it over on the sidelines. Raiders sitting in a 2-3 zone. Knights work it to Glenn inside the free throw line. Good ball movement, Todd. Both teams really right now moving the ball quickly as Overmull fires up a three. It's going to bounce out of bounds, and it's going to be Knight basketball, Raider basketball. Yeah, I say Kemper's doing a great. Both teams doing nice. Pass the ball around the perimeter, and Kemper at that time a nice possession of moving the ball around to try the open shot to Mr. the basket out of bounds to back to the East Tech County Raiders. Steiger gets it over to Ashinger. They'll throw it long to Quirk. She'll catch it near the left elbow. Now out to Steiger. Penetrates it on the left baseline. Runner on the way up. No good. Rebound tipped around. Franny Glenn going to come out of there with it. So right now the Knights dominating the glass with all three of the rebounds here in this game. But the Raiders lead it three to nothing. Keeping taller with it. We'll back it out. Raiders will stay in a man-to-man. Six minutes to go first quarter. Winner will head to Sioux Center on Tuesday night. We'll have the game covered no matter who wins. And now Jen Ashinger reaching in, tying up Overmull. 
a good defense that time, Todd, by Jenna Ashinger. And the Raiders will have the ball back with under six to go in the first quarter. Yeah, when Overmall turned around, got the ball up the middle of the free throw line, she turned around, and Jenna Ashinger was right there and was able to tie her up for the jump ball, and possession goes to the Raiders. 1-2-1-1 one, one, one again for Kemper. The Raiders will break it easy. Ashinger, long pass. That was a dangerous one, and yep. Randy Glenn comes up with a steal. Keeping taller on the other end, layup no good. But Jen Ashinger going to pick up her first. That'll be the first. On the 5-3 senior in the first in the ballgame. And Elsa Tiefenthaler going to head to the free throw line. Tiefenthaler, a 66% free throw shooter on the season. Elsa comes in averaging 13.4 rebounds and 4 assists per ballgame. Todd, she is really the spark plug kind of behind this Kemper ball club. Yeah, you, you can definitely see that with her athleticism out there. And like I said, and then you like to see kids take, take the ball strong to the basket, too, not worried about the defender there. And that's exactly what Tiefenthaler did that time. Took it strong and threw the foul and got to the free throw line. And I saw her before the game tonight. She wasn't smiling. I'm like, you know, Elsa, <laughs> you know, you can smile every now and then. And she goes, maybe in a couple hours. <laughs> she, was, she was focused on the contest here tonight. She'll hit both free throws. Ashinger again with it. Looking to get it across half court. Wants to stay away from that double team, Todd, but dribbles over onto the sideline, then dribbles on the sideline, so back-to-back turnovers for the Raiders. Yeah, so it's a good thing with Kemper that time. They used the out-of-bounce line as another defender, and as they that time, she threw back to the middle to try and break, break that press a little bit. Hewton skip pass over to Overmall right side to Tiefenthaler in the lane, dumps it underneath to Glenn, shot up, no good, and a whistle on a foul. This time going to go on Kendall Quirk, so... Foul trouble kind of doomed Eastak the first time, Todd. They've done better here, but now two quick ones here in about the last minute. Yeah, a couple quick fouls, and that's one thing that uh, Coach Eastak Coach County did, didn't want to happen tonight, so we'll see what uh, they can uh, stay out of foul trouble here and keep some of those girls in the lineup. Franny Glenn with a free throw. Franny shooting 62% from the line on the season. Comes in averaging eight points and ten rebounds per game. She's got a chance to put her team in front for the first time tonight. That free throw up and good. Knights have gotten all of their points right now from the free throw line as Glenn knocks down both. They have their first lead of the game. They'll come back out with some pressure. Raiders with it. Ashinger back over to Steiger. Slips through the fingertips. She'll gather it back in. Flips it ahead. Now Eiler a tough catch in traffic. Ball knocked away. Coming out of there with it is Hewton. But then Eiler will steal it back up for Eastside County. And then we're going to get another turnover. Yeah, it nope, it's going to be on Kemper, yeah. out of bounds off Kemper. Yeah, it was thrown away by Kemper at that time, and it's the Kemper girl stepped on the out of bounds line. And so. Yep. So now the Knights will drop back into a 2-3 zone. Actually, that's a 1-3-1. One, one. Yep. Ashinger with it to Steiger. Back over to Ashinger, left side top of the key. Back to Steiger. 4-3 in favor of the Knights. 4.55 to go. Ashinger fires up a jumper, no good. And Franny Glenn going to clear the rebound, her second of the ballgame. They'll work it over to Hewton now on the left side. Hewton back up top to... Tiefenthaler to Overmull on the right wing. Back up on left side top of the key to Hewton. Now to Tiefenthaler just inside the left elbow. We're going to get a reach in foul. And that may be on Jen Ashinger, Todd. And that's going to be two quick ones on her if that is on her and that is the call. So the 5'3 senior going to have to be careful more than likely. She's going to check out as Chloe Barrett will come in. And the spark plug for Kemper, Kaylee Simons, will check in for Carson Overmull. Yeah, Coach Phillips is talking to Ashinger right now. So it's probably not the smartest call about that this time of the ball game for her they need her on the, in the, on the court. Third in the ballgame on the Raiders here as Bell drives in off the left side. Layup is not being good off of the assist from Aubrey Hewton. And the Knights with six straight lead it now by a score of 6-3. to three. Bell with her first bucket here tonight. Pressure again by the Knights and near steal. Barrett will come up with it. Gets it across half court. Lines it down to Cork over on the left wing now to Steiger. Steiger drives in. Knocked away by Tiefenthaler. Ehler comes up with it. And now we'll get our first foul against Kempers. We're going to get a reach in on Franny Glenn. 
And that is going to be at number one on Glenn. First team foul against the Knights. 6-3 Kemper with the lead. 4-10 to go here in the first quarter. Barrett with it. It's reach a line over to Steiger. Right wing three on the way in and out. No good. Rebound taken down by Tiefenthaler, her first of the game. Tiefenthaler will push it up. Raiders get back defensively. Nice with good ball movement. Fight Simons on the left wing. Penetrates in. Flips it now to Glenn on the block. Turnaround jumper up. No good. Battle for the rebound. Tipped into the hands that time of Eeler. Her first and Todd for a great rebounding team. First rebound tonight for Eastside County. He's, yeah, first, I, I, thought, I thought it was first rebound. In the, like I said, that's steal by Kemper. That's not now right now. Stephen Dollar jumps the passing lane. Layup on the other end. Up and good. And we're going to get a timeout called by Eastside County. They led it 3 to nothing. An 8-0 run for Kemper. 8-3 now in favor of the Knights. 3-34 remaining in the first quarter. Back in 30 seconds on KKRF. Family-owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. the basketball down to 8-3 just over halfway through the first quarter. Jeff Langman, Todd Danner with you coming to you live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth. Casey Miners back in our studio. Anna McCullough into the ball game. Finds Ehler in the lane. She'll bounce it down to the right corner to Bontrager. Bontrager brings it up. Finds Ehler down on the block. Ball knocked away. And there is Kaylee Simons with her first steal. Nearly stolen back though by the Raiders. But the Knights will maintain control with Tiefenthaler over to Simons. And Simons travels, drags that pivot, but and the turnover going to give it back over to the Raiders. 3.08 to go here in the first quarter. Motor End player of the game coming up in the post game. Motor End of Carrier, Premier Toyota Chevy and Buick dealership for everything from sales to service to parts and collision. Barrett with it now for the Raiders, and she'll drag that pivot foot. Dot, I, I, I sound like a broken record on all of these games I do, and I almost feel bad for doing it, but the art of the jump stop, not just yes, in girls, yes. but in boys basketball, has disappeared, and you see so many travels anymore because kids try to come to a running stop. I, I beg youth coaches to teach the yes, jump teach, stop. Yes, I was going to say, youth coaches, start teaching the jump stop because a lot of these turnovers should not be happening. Bell drives in, Anna McCullough going to pick up the foul. That'll be number one on McCullough, fourth against the Raiders here in the first quarter. I want to give a shout-out to... Anna's mom and dad, Angie and Eric, sitting down across the way. They've had a busy day. They were over in Ogden at the uh, wrestling uh, tournament, the, the district's over there watching Cal wrestle. And Bell will knock down the free throw and then has to hustle back to watch Anna play basketball tonight. Todd, you remember those days. Oh, yes. I remember traveling the two and three uh, sporting events of the day for, for many, many, many years. Laura and Bell knocked down both nights, six of six from the free throw line, Todd. They lead it here by a score of 10 to three. That's their largest lead here in the game. Raiders haven't scored since that opening three from Bontrager. Either with it on the left side. She's going to fire up a three. That one up no good. Rebound is loose. And it'll be Tiefenthaler clearing it for Kemper. They'll get it up across half court over the left side to Simons. Simons with it back to Tiefenthaler to the right side to Charlotte Hackford who has checked in. Back over to Simons. Down to the left baseline. Bell finds the cutter down the lane. Tiefenthaler kick out pass on the wing to Simons. Now off to Bell. Bell with it back out to Tiefenthaler. She'll fire up a long three. It's up no good. And Anna McCullough going to pull down the rebound her first. Barrett up ahead now to Steiger. Back to Barrett. 
backcourt, getting set to check in. So will Jordan Carroll, and now we've got another turnover as Val comes up with the loose ball. Bounces it to Glenn, 17 feet away, up top over to Simons. Nice drive, kick out pass to Hackford, her three on the way up. Good. And Kemper right now, Todd is rolling. They look like a team that is coming in here playing some good basketball. Well, I think we talked about pregame, you know, the pressure's causing the ESAC kind of little, little problems right now with their press and a little frantic on the offensive side for ESAC County. Yeah, Barrett will break the pressure. Todd, they've handled the pressure without a lot of turnovers, but it's like once they get into the half court, they just can't settle in and get a good look. Yeah, they haven't got a lot of good looks in the Barrett on falls offensive. down, but the pass is tipped over to Bontrager. Sorry, Todd. And now nearly another turnover, and we're going to get a travel on Steiger. So East that Todd right now just looks a little rattled yeah, out on the court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fall down a 13 nothing run for Kemper right now. Like, like you said, East that kind of a little, little frantic with uh, Essinger picking up two quick fouls, going to the bench, kind of a, throwing things in a little uh, work here for the, uh, for the Raiders here. But like I said, down 10 with a minute 25 to go into first quarter. Ackert with it on the left side. Gets it up top now to Tiefenthaler. Over to the right side to Simons. Back over to Tiefenthaler. She'll fire up a three. Up and good. And the Kemper Knights with 16 straight have extended their lead here to 16-3. to three. Yeah, we talked about Kemper. If they can get knocked down the outside shot, that's only going to make things open up their inside for them. And it's definitely working on the outside right now for the Knights. Park over to Steiger on the right side. She'll try to answer her three up. No good. And Glenn tried to save the rebound, Todd, but stepped on the baseline as she went up to jump. So then as soon as she touched the ball, she was technically out of bounds. Yeah, it was a good hustle play by Glenn. Yeah, that time. You know, absolutely. That time you could let that ball go out of bounds. It would have been the Kemper's ball, but she, you, can't, you can't falter for her effort there. And, and, and that's one thing for Annie Glenn. She is going to yeah. give you effort all yeah. of the time. doesn't matter yep. what it is. Bondrager gets it over now to Ashinger. Her three left side, top of the key up, no good. Rebound tipped out. It's going to bound out of bounds. Kendall Quirk was going full speed, Todd, but she saw a little girl running down the sideline, and I think she didn't want to run into her, so she stopped. She stopped. I've never seen Kendall Quirk stop going for a loose ball before. <laughs> She's like Glenn. That motor runs all the time. Steiger up top to Ashinger. 35 seconds to go first quarter. Over to Bontrager. Back to Ashinger. Back to Bontrager left side. Bounces it down to Carroll near the left block. Uh, to Ashinger on the right wing. Ashinger penetrates in. Kick pass down to Quirk on the baseline. Kendall looking to drive in, gets down on the block, bounces it to Carroll, but a little bit too close, and a low pass down around the shins. It's going to go out of bounds. Another yeah. turnover on the Raiders. Yeah, he's that kind of offensively. just got to spread, spread the court out a little bit yep. more, and spread out Kemper's defense a little bit. A little too close that time caused a bad pass in the turnover for the Raiders. 15 seconds to go here first quarter. Knights will settle for the final shot. Overmold drives in, dumps it down to Glenn, who can't squeeze it in. Now to Simon, her three on the way up and good. So, Todd, you have a pass go through a teammate's hands, and you still end up getting a wide-open three out of it. Shot is up. No good from Steiger at the end of the first quarter. 19 straight by Kemper to close out that first quarter. They lead it here at 19-3. to We're back with the second quarter coming up in one minute right here on 93.7 KKRL. One gig-capable network and over a century of service, Cornbelt Telephone in Wall Lake is more than just phone. Servicing rural SAC, Western Calhoun, and Northern Carroll counties with over 90 cable TV channels, up to 100 Mbps fiber optic internet speed, and providing unlimited data usage with no contracts. We're Cornbelt Telephone, and we're powered by fiber optics, so you can do more. Find us on Facebook, call us at 712-664-2221, or visit us on the web at cornbelttelephone.com to see what we can do for you. Go Raiders! Feld Security of Carroll is the choice of homeowners and business professionals. They chose Feld Security because of the local and prompt service. 
and 24-7 technician support. They also like the ability to control the security of their home from their mobile device. That makes keeping their property safe even easier. A professional Fell representative can help you create a protection plan for your home or business, no matter what you're trying to protect. They've got you covered. Fell Security of Carroll, proud sponsor of our local schools. game here tonight on his way back from Ogden over at the Wrestling District. Kemper up 19-3, starting the second quarter. They get it down inside the Hutner shot up and good. Carson Overmull will pick up the assist, and the Knights continue to roll here as they lead it now 21-3. Yeah, I'm sure Coach Phillips left it at the end of the first quarter was telling the girls just to calm down yeah. and play basketball. Like There's definitely not the team that looks like they've been playing like all year. Yeah, they they trying to hurry too much yeah. and just struggling right now against this 2-3 to find opening. Mm-hmm. Bontrager with it, lost it, and Tiefenthal are going to pick it up. Now we'll get a jump ball possession there. We'll favor Eastland County. And Todd, when a team's playing too fast, what happens is what happens there. You're dribbling, and the ball stays behind you, and you kind of move away from it. That's kind of what's been plaguing this team uh, right. here in this first quarter. Eastland County just doesn't have a lot of girls coming. You know, right yeah. now their offense is getting started off by uh, half court every yep. possession, and you got to give Kemper a lot of credit Absolutely. for that defensively. But Eastland's got to find a way to get the ball somehow, get the ball inside to Ayler. Ashinger with it now. Bounces over on the right side. They'll work it to Steiger. Back over to Ashinger. Left side, top of the key. And now we get a shot clock violation, Todd. I hadn't even looked at the shot clock and forgotten kind of all about yeah, it, but I a did. shot clock violation. I did, too. So I was, when I was going off, I was wondering what that was. It's different, different sounds. Every fire day, alarm yeah. at the one place I was at. That's <laughs> yep. what I thought was yep. going on here. Knights with it up 21-3. to Overmold down the lane. A runner in and out. No good. And... Kendall Quirk will pick up her first rebound of the basketball game. Now Steiger back over to Quirk, back over to Steiger. Steiger with it out, high on the right side. Gets it up top to Ashinger in the circle, right back to Steiger on the right wing. Quirk flashes to the right elbow. They'll get her, kick pass left side. Bontrager open for three. It is up no good. Rebound it, tipped around. And you're going to have Ehler and Hewton going to the deck with Ehler landing on Hewton. God. Both of these girls fighting very hard possession arrow yeah. in the favor of Kemper. I say, like I said, I said, Ayler and Hooten both going to the floor for the loose ball, and that's what you'd like to see as a head coach. Girls going to, going to the floor, battling for loose balls, and uh, yeah, so Kemper gains possession after the jump ball. Ashinger will check out, bear it into the ball game. Tiefenthaler breaks the pressure, brings it down on the right side. Up top now to Glenn, back off to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler will reset the offense against his 2-3 zone over to Overmull. Overmull bounces it to Glenn, knocked away by Ehler. It's loose, but picked up by Overmull. They'll get it to Bell left side. Ehler right back over there defensively, and then we're going to get a foul on Addison Ehler. Yeah, Ehler not happy with that call. She, but she put both hands on the on the Nita, Nita offensive player there, and you're going to get called for that every single time. You put both hands on a, on a player. Yeah, I think Ehler, it's just it's that frustration yeah, of yeah. how things are going right now mm-hmm. for them. Knights will get a three from Tiefenthaler, left corner up, no good. But there is Bell, the track now in the rebound. Her third of the ballgame, back off now to Overmull. They get it back over to Hewton here on the right side. Now they find the cutter, Tiefenthaler, her layup, no good. Battle for the rebound, tipped in. It'll be controlled by Barrett for East Sac County. Barrett off now to Ashinger. Ashinger with it. Bounces it up top to Barrett to the free throw line to Ehler. That's off her knee. Tiefenthaler will pick up the loose basketball left-handed layup on the other end is up in good. 
And the lead is now 23-3. to Motor end player of the game coming up again in our postgame here tonight. They work it down to Bontrager. She'll fire up a three right side. No good. Rebound taken in again by Lauren Bell. Her fourth of the ballgame off to Tiefenthaler. 5.18 to go. First half of play. Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up. Newton with it in the right wing. Down inside. Glenn just backed. Quirk down under the basket. Misses the shot. Todd gets her own rebound and then kisses it off the glass from in front of the hoop. Yeah, Glenn did that shot that time. But if you get the shot, then missed it and was able to grab the own, her own rebound and, and put, use her strength to put it back up for two points for the Knights. 25-3 now in favor of uh, Kemper. Bontrager again on the right side. Had the three. Doesn't take it. Now to Ehler. And we're going to get a reach-in foul going to go on Franny Glenn. As, uh, Ehler trying to kick that pass out on the left side to Steiger, but Glenn will pick up her second first against the Knights here in the quarter. Uh, Belmont Clemmy up 8-2 at the end of the first quarter on South Central Calhoun tonight. That game over on kick 106.7. Simon's back in the lineup for Kemper. who replaced Glenn in the lineup. Ashinger with it. Now off into the hands of Barrett. Over to Steiger on the right side. Back to Barrett. Barrett with it. Gets it off to Ashinger. Ashinger back over to Barrett on the right side. They bounce it to Ehler at the free throw line. Down to the left corner to Steiger. Back off now to Ashinger. And that time the pass slipped out of her hands. Kaylee yep. Simon's able to jump it. And now Ashinger tips it back away on the other end. But the Knights will come up with it with Bell. They'll get it up to Hewton over to Overmull on the left side. Skip pass over to Simon's right side. Kick pass back out to Overmull. Her three on the way. It's up. No good. And the long rebound track down by Ehler. I think Kevin's doing offensively. They're, they're just spreading the court really nice. Yeah. And gets good looks at the good open looks. So far. And that's one thing East Axe not done really good, right. Todd. They're just a moment ago. They had four girls all on one side of the court. There probably wasn't four foot between each of them. Yeah, there's not uh, a lot of spacing. Yep. Not a lot of spacing for East Axe County offensively right now. Like I said, offensively, they're, they're just struggling to find find some rhythm offensively to try to get get, get a good passing lane. And they just need a shot to fall here and get a little confidence here in the second, middle of the second quarter. Carson Overmo picks up a foul. Her first second. Sierra Pudens checks in for Hewton. Barrett with it now to Ehler, down to the baseline to DeCourt. Baseline jumper off the glass, no good. Rebound taken down by Overmull. Overmull over to Tiefenthaler now right side up. Top it comes to Simons, left side to Pudence. Pudence with it, picks up the dribble, bounces it to Tiefenthaler inside the left elbow. Pudence cuts to the basket, shot up, no good. And Overmull over the back on the rebound. That'll be her second and the third against the Knights here in the quarter. Yeah, so Pudence gets a good nice shot off this little, took a little, Forcible shot there for Putin's and gets, overall gets called for the foul there for on, on Kemper. Charlotte Hackford will check into the ballgame. Overmull will check out. Steiger will inbounded to Barrett. Back over to Steiger. Back over to Barrett on the right side. Barrett back over to Steiger. Still haven't broke that 10-second line. They're down to about two seconds. Barrett just gets it over in time. Steiger with it left side up. Top to Barrett. Barrett over to the right side to Ashinger. The Steiger at the elbow. Back out to Ashinger. They'll back away from Ashinger. She'll fire up a three. It's up no good. Ehler pulls down the rebound. Her third of the game. Dump pass inside to Cork, but we're going to get a whistle and a foul inside. I think going to go on Pudence for Kemper. That will be their fourth here in the quarter. And, Doug, it does look like a little bit that uh, Isak's starting to settle in just a little bit. Just a little bit offensively. When Ashinger has got the ball on the, uh, the wing there, she's got Kemper's backing off of the ball, backing off of her yep. right now. She's got to step in and take that shot. If she's not going to take that shot, Kemper, she's not going to be a threat, and Kemper's going to back off all night. So Ashinger has to be a little more offensive threat for the, for the Raiders. Foul on the floor, Lauren Bell. Timeout. We're back in one minute right here on Kick 10, excuse me, 93.7 KKR. At Collins Aerospace, we believe in investing in our employees' future. That's why we are proud to 
to offer our employee scholar program. Whether you want to pursue a professional certificate or a degree related to the industry, we offer full tuition reimbursement and even paid study time. Our employee scholar program is the perfect tool to help achieve the future you've been dreaming of. At Collins, we don't just want to offer you a job. We want to offer you a career and a future in aerospace. For details on the Collins Aerospace Employee Scholar Program, visit us at careers.rtx.com. Did you know if you experience a sports injury, Loring Hospital in Sac City has an experienced team to get you back in the game. With the team approach at Loring Hospital, our physical therapists can provide you the one-on-one personalized rehabilitation you may need. At Loring Hospital, we will help athletes of all ages be the safest and best they can be. For more information, call Loring Hospital in Sac City at 712-662-7105. Loring Hospital, your family health center. Up at 25 to 3, 18 wrestlers out of our local area heading to the uh, state wrestling tournament. So, congratulations. Two from ESAC, five from Kemper, eight from Carroll, two from South Central Calhoun, and one from Audubon. We'll get another foul inside, and that's going to go on Sierra Pudence from Kemper. That'll be her first fourth here in the quarter. We ran you through that entire list in the pregame, so we'll run you through that list again coming up here in our Roselle Mutual halftime report. But Addison Ehler going to head to the free throw line, Todd, as they now change the, the, the scoreboard up there. That was the fifth foul. Mm-hmm. So two shots coming up for Ehler. Ehler, a 52% free throw shooter. Eight points, ten rebounds per game for Ehler this season. Free throw on the way. It's up and good. Yeah, it was nice to know that broke that, broke that run there for the, for the Lady Knights. Yeah, 25 straight prior to that for Kemper. Second free throw by Ehler up, no good, and Hackford fighting Steiger for the rebound. It's going to be out of bounds off of Hackford, so it'll stay with Sac County. Yeah, Hackford did a nice job of going for the rebound after the missed free throw. Just wasn't able to keep it staying balanced and give Sac County the back of possession. Barrett with it over to Ashinger, now up to Steiger. Steiger with it over the left side to Barrett. Barrett going to fire up a three. It's up, no good, and the rebound taken down by Tiefenthaler, her third. Tiefenthaler will get it up across half court over to Simons on the right wing. Simons looking for the cutter, but there's Ehler jumping the passing lane. Addison out on the break. Simons sprints back defensively and will pick up the foul. But Todd, great anticipation by Ehler to make that steal and then terrific hustle by Kaylee Simons to get back into the play, even though she picks up the foul. Yeah, you saw the athleticism there and the quickness by Ehler to make the steal across the middle and then go all the way down the court and draw the foul. So Ehler will head to the free throw line. Addison, first free throw on the way up. No good. She is now one of three at the line tonight. And Todd, there's a lid on the basket for Eastack <laughs> County on their home court. Rarely do you see that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough right now for the, for the Raiders. To, they'll, they'll get it going here. Second free throw by Ehler is up and good. So Addison Ehler will hit both free throws. And the Kemper lead is now down to 25-5. to Tiefenthaler. Lobs it over to Simon's left side. Extra pass finds Hackford in the corner. She'll travel with the basketball. And gives the ball back over now to Eastside County. Knights tied after that kind of torrid start to this game. They've scored six in the yeah, second quarter. Um, problem for K- uh, Eastside, they've scored just two. Yeah, that's the thing. Kemp's kind of settled in a little bit. Offensively struggled a lot off in the half court. And, and like I said, but like an unfortunate thing for Eastside, they haven't been able to take advantage of that. Yep. 
Barrett down to the baseline to Ashinger. Ashinger finds Steiger at the free throw line. Jumper on the way. No good. Rebound battled for. And it's going to be Hewton coming out of there with it for Kemper. Off now to Simons. Back off to Tiefendaller up top. Under 2.15 to go here in the first half. Roselle Mutual halftime report coming up. Motor and player of the game in the postgame. Tiefendaller in the lane. Underneath the Schinkelberg. Misses the layup. Rebound tips into the hands of Ashinger. Ashinger will bring it up for the Knights. Gets it off now to Barrett over to Steiger. Steiger back over to Ashinger. Ashinger with a nice catch. Skip pass left side to Barrett down to the baseline to Ehlers. Skip pass again to Ashinger. Todd better spacing for East yeah, yeah. as Ashinger hits the three. And that's what they have to do. Like I said, better, better spacing. We're able to move the ball around the perimeter. That time, Ashinger took the shot from the three-point line and knocked it down for the Raiders. 25-8 is... Barrett nearly gets to Hewton from behind to steal it away, but somebody yelled Wolf, and she picked up the dribble, but great off by Barrett. They find Simons inside out to Tiefenthaler looking for the answer from three, and it's up and good. She has got a 12 here in the ballgame, and Kaylee Simons with another assist here, her third of the ballgame. Yeah, Tiefenthaler that time did a nice job of finding the open passing lane for her to, to receive the pass, and then was able to knock down a three-point shot for the Knights. Steiger up top over to Ashinger on the right wing. Ashinger skips it over to Barrett, left side, top of the key, down to the baseline to Quirk. Burke drives in, a runner up off the glass, no good. Ehler with the offensive rebound, going to be fouled on the play. That's going to go on Aubrey Hewton. That'll be number one on Hewton. Ehler going to head back to the free throw line. And Todd, we're starting to see the Addie Ehler uh, that I've seen all season long. She does it jumping, passing lanes, rebounding, scoring. Um, she's really putting together what's turning out to be a very good junior season. Yeah, and what she, one thing she does really, really well is when the girls do shoot the ball, she kind of reads it, where the yep. ball's going to come off the basket, and she gets in good uh, good box-out position and does a nice job of, uh, of doing that, and, they, and that's why she draws so many fouls and gets to the free-throw line for them. 28-9 now as she knocks down the first of two free-throws. Second on the way. It is up. That one is good as well. That one tickles the twine, and it's now 28-10. to Tiefenthaler with it. We go under a minute. Simon's on the left side, up top to Tiefenthaler. Now to Hewton. Over to Simons, pump fake, jumper on the way, up no good, rebound to Bell, her putback is up and good. Yeah, Simons with the shot that went over the basket, and that's a Bell right there for the rebound and putback for the Lady Knights. Now lead hanging right around 20 right now at 30-10. to 10. Quirk with it off to Steiger. Steiger bounces it over to Ashinger. They find Ehler down on the baseline, inside to Quirk on the block, shot is up and good. And Addison Ehler with another assist, her third of the ballgame, first bucket here tonight for Kendall Quirk. That's going to make it now 30-12. to 12. Quickly down the floor, Bell. Uh, Lauren Bell with a runner in the lane. Todd with a nice bucket yeah, in nice. 32-12. Yep, nice offensive play there by Bell. They get the bank shot in for two more points for the Knights. Eeler penetrates down right side, picks up the dribble over to Steiger, left side top of the key. She'll drive down, pull up jumper with four to go in the quarter up. No good. Right there's Eeler, though, for the offensive rebound and a putback, and that is going to be the final play of this first quarter, uh, first half of a play. Kemper took control with a 25 to nothing run in the first and second quarter. They'll leave it here by a score of 32-14 to 14 as we head to the halftime. We'll step away, take a break. We're back with the first part of our Roselle Mutual halftime report. That's coming up right after this timeout 
on 93.7 KKRL. Teamwork begins by building trust. Putting trust in your teammates isn't just for game day. It's important when it comes to your insurance coverage, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all of your needs. Coming together is the beginning. Staying together makes progress, and working together creates success. For commercial, farm, home, and auto insurance, give them a call today at 792-4525. Roselle Mutual, proudly insuring the area since 1876. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Custom graduation invitations for your one-of-a-kind senior from Stone Printing and Office Supply. It's super easy. You bring in your favorite picture of your senior, and Stones will custom design your invites to your needs. That's it. You're busy with all the other details, so let Stone Printing and Office Supply take the invitations off your list and make them memorable. And remember, Stone Printing and Office Supply also does yard signage, too. Congratulations to the class of 2024. From footings to framing to finish, for farm, home, or commercial, for more than 90 years, Waldeck Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Waldeck Lumber, with locations in Waldeck, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumberyard. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business team or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. Did you miss out on the start of the spring semester at the DMEC Carroll campus? Don't worry. DMEC offers many courses starting in February and March, so you can stay on track to complete your academic and career goals. You can find classes in a variety of subject areas and delivery modes. Call the DMEC Carroll campus today to get enrolled. 792-1755. DMEC, life's calling. Halftime show tonight brought to you by Roselle Mutual Insurance. They understand that teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs, too. Roselle Mutual, Grinnell Mutual, they're here to provide you with expertise and exceptional service. Call them today, 712-792-4525. Sarah Bontrager hits a three to open things up here tonight, folks. And then uh, Kemper goes on a 25 to nothing run, Todd. Uh, they lead it here uh, right now, uh, 32-14 to 14 at halftime. It has been all night so far here in this basketball game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, a slow start for Eastside County after the, after the opening three-pointer. And then, it, like I said, Kemper scoring 25 straight points, really for, made things frantic offensively for Eastside County in the first quarter. But, you know, give them credit. They, 
they settled down in the second quarter and you know, got, finally got some shots to fall, a few shots to fall for for, uh, for Eastside County. And uh, Ayla was able to solidify herself inside yep. a little bit and get some rebounds and, and to really make it, a, you know, like, it's, it's an 18-point lead at Kemper at halftime here, but it could have been a lot worse. If, yes. Because Kemper, offensively, Kemper really slowed down in the second quarter as well. So it yes. kind of allowed the Eastside County to get back into it. To, so I'm sure here in the third quarter you'll see Kemper come try to find a three-quarter court press like they started the ball game out. And for Eastside County, just taking care of the ball and, and spreading the court a little bit more. Offensively, gets some better shots than they did in the first quarter. We'll step away, take a break, back with more of our uh, Rosedale Mutual halftime report next year on Kick 106.7. When it comes to giving you the best yields, conditioning of your seed is the utmost importance. And Jacobson Seed, their focus is on your success. With their updated conditioning equipment, they're giving you, their valued customers, the highest quality seed. With their expanded facilities, conditioning of your seed will help prevent those unyielding, annoying, finely plants and produce high-quality, high-yielding crops. Jacobson Seed, American veteran family-owned independent seed company. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always see. Anthony. Nothing better exemplifies teamwork than the hard work and dedication of our local student athletes. The same can be said of the team at Domino Motors in Sac City. Whether it's pre-owned or new, parts or service, Domino Motors has the expertise you don't just need, but deserve. Domino Motors, Sac City's ideal Chevy dealer and proud supporters of the East Sac County Raiders. Does your IT support really understand your business and goals? Or are they just there to fix something when needed? That isn't putting technology to work for your business. Custom Technology Solutions, or CTS, has been supporting all kinds of business for over 25 years. CTS, owned and operated right here in Carroll, is your IT partner that understands how to use technology for your success. Call Jamie North at Custom Technology Solutions at 877-287-1007 and work with a true IT partner. That's CTS, Custom Technology Solutions. Are you the student-athlete who gets out of bed hours before you want to and stay at school hours after class to practice? Are you one of those kids who push themselves to perform better and pull for their teammates when they struggle? Good for you. Keep working hard, but remember to dream big, too. Because reaching big goals starts with dreaming big dreams. Your fans at Bank Midwest are proud of you. Great experience. One place. It's time for the huge filter sale at Napa Auto Parts of Carroll. Going on now until February 28th. Save up to 40% on top quality ag, truck, and auto filters. And while you're there, check out all the other great products and services available from your locally owned and operated Napa Auto Parts store. Don't miss out. See Napa Auto Parts for all your filter needs. Napa Auto Parts, Highway 30 West in Carroll. So much more than a parts store. Hi, again, Brad 
to you by Roselle Mutual Insurance. They know that uh, teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs to Roselle Mutual, Grinnell Mutual. They're here to provide you with expertise and exceptional service. Call them today, 712-792-4525. Quick look at some of our unofficial numbers here in the first half. We're not going to give you all of them, but we'll give you some of them. Elsa Tiefendaler with Kemper, 12.3 rebounds and two steals. It is uh, Aubrey Hewton with two points. Uh, Lauren Bell, 8.5 rebounds. Franny Glenn, 4.3 rebounds. Kaylee Simons, 3.3 assists and two steals. And Charlotte Ackford with three points. Night 6 of 6 from the free throw line. Uh, for East Sac County here in the first half uh, was uh, Jen Ashinger with three points. Sarah Bontrager with three points. Anderson Ehler, six points, five rebounds, three assists and two steals. Kendall Kirk with two points. The Raiders go four of six from the free throw line. And again, 18, yes, 18 area wrestlers are qualifying for the state. Uh, Casey Minders and I were doing updates all day long on the radio uh, to let everybody know how all of the wrestlers were doing in every single round here today. And Casey's got the recap story already posted to the website so you can read about how all of our area wrestlers did on the website at Brinks uh, Exterior uh, Sports Report, again, at uh, sports.1380kcim.com. Let's run you through. Again, all of the qualifiers here today, Lane Elmquist of Ottoman, a runner-up at 113 pounds. Cooper Ludwig, a champion at 150 pounds. Kel Nelson of Carroll, a champion at 138 pounds. Chase Regaler, a champion at 165 pounds. Quentin Polking, a champion for Carroll at 190 pounds. Beckett Hagen of Carroll was a runner-up at 126. Levi Dirks of Carroll was a runner-up at 132. Owen Clucky of Carroll was a runner-up at 157. Caleb Hoffman of Kemper was a champion at 120. Kieran Polking of Carroll was a runner-up at 175. Braden Burns of Esac County was a champion at 132. Charlie Vite of Esac County, a champion at 144. Rock Natras, a champion for South Central Calhoun at 150. Tate Barrett of uh, Kemper was a champion at 165. Naylan Galbronson from South Central Calhoun was a runner-up at 165. Jake Earlback of Kemper at 157 was a runner-up. Bryce Wiskus of Kemper, a runner-up at 190. And Kobe Pierce, a runner-up at 215 pounds. So that's all of our qualifiers. And again, all of our wrestling coverage will be live play-by-play with Jeff Hondold and Bill Kane coming up Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from Wells Fargo Arena. You'll find it all on our CB Sports Network YouTube channel. It'll be audio only, but they will be live the entire session. As Jen Ashinger fires up at three, it's no good. Rebound going to be knocked out of bounds by Lauren Bell, and it will be Eastack basketball. And I'm going to be down there trying to get as many video interviews with each of the wrestlers after each of their matches as I can. Those will be posted to the CB Sports Network YouTube channel as well as the Facebook and Twitter, and also to a page on our website that will be updating the results and the next matches for all of our wrestlers, along with having those video interviews. So you can find complete coverage of the State Wrestling Tournament on the website and on our YouTube channel. Rebound to Kendall Cork now for the runner that was missed by Isak. They get it out to Bontrager, three up no good, and Franny Glenn will clear the rebound. Her fourth of the ballgame, long pass down to Bell. Bell Todd, Todd drives in, her layup is up in good. Bell's on pace right now for a double-double here tonight. Yeah, Lauren Bell's doing a nice job again with the transition game down there, getting, taking a long pass and going in for two points. He's had counting on offensively, you can tell, use that momentum a little bit from the second quarter, and there, but much better space in here in the third quarter. And now we're going to get a jump ball off of a missed shot by the Raiders. Ehler and Bell fighting for it. Jump ball called, and it is going to be possession or over to the Kemper. Night 6.53 to go here in this uh, third quarter of play. Pass comes to Overmull. She'll get it up across half court. Works it now off into the hands of Tiefenthaler. Left side to Hewton. 
Hewton with it down to the baseline to Bell. Skip pass now over to Overmull. Up to Tiefenthaler. Back over to Hewton. Down to the baseline. Bell open for the jumper. It's up no good. Bontrager goes down hard, but ends up flipping the rebound into the hands that time of Steiger. Steiger will bring it up over to Ashinger on the wing. Now back over to Bontrager. Bontrager to Steiger. Back out to Ashinger. Back to Steiger. Steiger over to Bontrager. Left side. Three up and good. Yeah, and you can see already how settled down the Eastside County is offensively with better spacing and was able to knock down the shots in time by Bontrager. Lead down to 17 here at 34-17. Hewton looking to answer. Three up good from the corner. And Lauren Bell cheering on her teammate as Aubrey Hewton hits her first three here of the ballgame. Yeah, big answer there by Kemper for Hewton for the, for the Lady Knights to put him up back up, up by 20. Steiger down to Bontrager left side. Bontrager on the wing. Picked up by Hewton. Gets it off now to Ashinger to Steiger. Good ball movement again, but that's off the fingertips. Tough pass that time from Ehler Todd trying to get yeah. it into Cork. And you can see Coach Phillips going, throw that one higher. Mm-hmm. Throw it up and let her go up and get it. Yeah, it was the, it was the right direction. Just a little yep. too hard and off of Ehler's. But like I said, Isaac kind of doing a much better job here in the third quarter. Especially with the spacing. Yeah. Ethan Zoller yeah. with it. Ehler tips the pass. Stephen Taller comes up with it ahead to Overman on the bell. She'll attack, step through, move, layup up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Quirk for Eastside County. Steiger with it, bounces it off to Ashinger. Back over now to Steiger. Steiger with it over to Bontrager on high left side, up top to Ashinger. Five and a half to go here in the third quarter. Back over to Ashinger, pass inside, tip stolen away by Stephen Taller. Ahead now to Bell. She'll attack one on two, and then Bontrager ends up picking her pocket. Bondrager with the steal brings it down, and the pass is going to be kicked by Tiefenthaler as she was looking for Ehler, and that was one, Todd, you throw that one up, let Ehler go get it. Right, and that's yep. the thing, too. It was, Young player, uh, maybe, just a sophomore. Yeah, a couple of seconds earlier that makes that pass, and the East Sac County's got a basket there by Ehler. Yeah, you and I both have a year or two of experience on Sarah and Hawaii, yeah. right? Yep. Bondrager <laughs> <laughs> right. down to Ehler, skip pass now over to Ashinger, up to Steiger. Right side again to Bondrager. Bondrager will kick it over to Ashinger, back to Bondrager. Bontrager off to Steiger, left side to Ashinger. Skip pass again to Bontrager, left side. Drives to the elbow, pull-up jumper up soft. No good, and the rebound taken down by Franny Glenn. Off now to Tiefenthaler. Glenn with her fifth rebound tonight. Yeah, let's see, that kind of real offensive. You're getting one shot pretty much done. Glenn right now yeah. is dominating the glass for the Lady yes, Knights. Yeah, and that's where Isak has hurt teams when they've gotten wins is Quirk and Ehler cleaning up offensive mm-hmm. rebounds. Tiefenthaler jumper up no good. Bontrager will clear the rebound. But Ehler, I think, ranked third Todd, in Class 2A in offensive rebounds per game. I can see that. She's strong underneath the basket. Bontrager with it. Ehler was wide open under the basket, but they miss her. She'll flash back in there now. And that time, Bontrager threw it, and Steiger thought it was going to Ashinger. Ashinger thought it was going to Steiger. It ends up going to Jason Phillips at the bench. Yep. yep. Here comes a Kipper the pressure defense at that time, created the turnover. Inbounds pass comes to Simons, who just checked into the lineup. Kaylee gets it off to Hewton over to the right side, Tiefenthaler. Halfway through the third quarter, Overmull on the right elbow, down to Simons' left baseline. She'll penetrate in, leaves it off for Glenn, shot up no good. And a whistle on the foul, going to go on to Kendall Quirk. And I'll tell you what, Kaylee Simons is just a heady basketball player. Yeah, she did a nice job that time. It looks like a couple of girls have, might have had some shots there, but Kemper's always looking to get to find yep. a better pass and make, get a better shot. And that's one of the things, that's what you'd like to see from a head coach, too, is you can shoot, you can shoot the ball, but if the shots aren't falling, find the, one, find the ones that have an easier basket for you. Randy Glenn will knock down the free throw, and Todd, what I like as an old point guard was, she drove the baseline setting right. up the pass to Franny Glenn. Yeah, she knew exactly what she wanted to do, and she attacked the rim, 
and who she was going to draw as a defender to get her teammate wide open. And that's knowing where your players are on the court. Yep. When she drove a baseline, she wasn't looking to shoot. She knew Glenn was going to be underneath the basket. Yep. And so and that's, that's, a, that's smart heads-up basketball. Yeah. Heady little player, just a sophomore. Going to be fun the next couple of years watching her. Von Trager brings it up, takes it down on the wing, picks up the dribble, bounces it off to Jordan Carroll, who has checked in. Out to Steiger on the right wing. Back off now to Bontrager. Bontrager bounces it over to Steiger. Steiger with it. Back over now to Bontrager. Down to the baseline to Quirk on the left side. Kemper rotating, Todd, moving well defensively. Yeah, they're really making the, every pass difficult for Eastside County. Healer drives in, kick out pass. Bontrager, three up left side, top of the key. No good, Quirk. The offensive rebound put back is up and good. Yeah, Quirk that time did a nice job off the miss and was able to put back in the, the basket for the, for the Raiders. Pull the back of win 20. 39-19 now off of the bucket from Quirk. Now we're going to get a turnover on Kemper down on the other end. Is Charlotte Hackford going to check back into the basketball game? Yeah, overall tried making the pass to Glenn underneath the basket. Just a little too high over for, for Glenn underneath the basket. We've got a timeout on the floor. We'll step away, take it with the Mac in 30 seconds here on 93.7 KKRL. Before time runs out, call Halber Enterprises for all your grain handling projects. They're here to help you with all of your steel buildings and electrical needs. Whether you want to build new, add-on, or simply need service and maintenance, Halber Enterprises and Sukup Manufacturing have experience with projects of all sizes. Call Mike or Gary at Halber Enterprises, 712-658-2141. with Jeff Blankman along with Mr. Todd Danner. Todd, I appreciate you hanging out with us yeah, here tonight. No, I appreciate you allowing me to do this. I you am bet. enjoying every second of it. Yes, Casey Miners back in our studios monitoring this game and the game going on over on Kick 106.7 with South Central Calhoun at Belmont Clemmy. He's also wrote up the uh, recap story from today's wrestling, and he's working on the State Boys Swimming one as the Carroll Boys with another outstanding day over at the State Boys Swim Meet. Isak with another turnover here as Kemper will get the basketball back. Belmont Clemmy was up 16-7 at the halftime as I peeked through my Twitter account here, and Charlotte Hackford Todd with another three. She's just a terrific outside shooter. Yeah, that was a nice a nice attempt there by Hackford, but a lot of air on that shot, and it fell through for the Lady Knights. 42 now to 19 off of the three from Hackford. The Raiders get it in the Eeler, knocked away by Kaylee Simon. That's a... 42-19 lead, Todd, hard to believe, but that is their largest lead here in the game. Their largest lead had been 25-3. Feels like Isak has gotten back into the game a yeah. little bit, but the lead hasn't diminished any. Right, right. I think it's because they're playing so even right now. Steiger mm-hmm. fires up a three off the right side. It's up no good. Battle for the rebound. Stephen Dollar tips it to Ehler. Back out to Steiger up top. Steiger with it. Skip pass over to the left side to Bontrager. Bontrager with it, down to the baseline to Ehler. Baseline jumper on the way up, and good. Yeah, so Ehler shows her range there. I mean, not only a strong inside player, but I got about 13, 14-foot jump shot there she knocks down for the Raiders. 42 now, 21. Bontrager with the steal. She'll drive down, bumped and fouled by Overmull. Bontrager with her second steal. And Todd, I, I know right now uh, that Eastnack is in a little bit of trouble, but I look right. at this roster and I'm like, you know... Next year could be the year that you really see them take a large step. You're bringing back Ehler, Quirk, Bontrager, Steiger, 
Um, you know, you're going to have Carol, who's coming off the bench, Barrett, who's been coming off the bench. you got four starters and a host of other girls that have helped you off of the bench. Yeah, you know, like to end the postseason play with all, with all looking forward to that. And like I said, things aren't going their way tonight. But you know what? After, after this yep. game, they'll realize, hey, we got a lot coming back next year. We've got a lot, lot to look forward to. And so uh, I'm sure Coach Phillips is, uh, is already looking, you know, not going to pass this ball game, but right. uh, eye in the future. Yep. Miss inside by Isak, tipped out of bounds by Ehler on the rebound attempt. Kemper with the basketball at 42-21. Minute 40 to go. Hackford open for three again. Up and good again. And Todd, you're right. She's got a lot of arch on those shots. She brings down a little rain, but yeah. they seem to go in a lot. Yeah, nice and second shot there by uh, Byron. So knocked that out for Hackford. A lot of, a lot of arch in there. Let's say they, they, they fell through, so they'll take it. doesn't matter how they'll go in. Absolutely. Goes in, goes in. Yep, 45 now, 21. Largest lead. Simon's going to be called for the foul on the reach in that time, trying to tip it away from Quirk. That'll be her second, just the second foul against Kemper here in the quarter. And Todd, the officials have really let the kids on both sides play here yeah, tonight. Yeah, I mean, the kids are hustling. They're, you know, 100% yep. both teams. Like you said, there's a play with hustling right there. Both teams are hustling ahead. And like I said, the officials have let them play. Eiler with the steal and the layup on the other end. Jordan Carroll is running right along with her the whole way. And the lead is up now to 26 as things really beginning to slip away for Isak Kemper. Todd, sending a notice to Sioux Central, who I think is right. sitting in the crowd tonight, that we're coming for you on Tuesday night. Yeah, Kemper, you know, postseason play. Kemper plays the Hawkeye 10 Conference. Always a tough conference for, for teams to play in, so they'll, they'll be ready for Tuesday night. Montrager left corner, three up, no good. Kaylee Simons will come up with a rebound, gets it off to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler lost a dribble, but it was knocked out of bounds by Ehler. And it's going to be uh, Kemper basketball with 45.6 remaining here in this third quarter. A black. Know, we don't want to give the impression that this game is over yet by right. any means. Right. You know, but, but it's a 26-point lead going into the fourth quarter. You know, Isak County is going to have to do something really, really strong to... Kemper's going to have to not probably score in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Hackford with it. Now on to Simons on the right side. Back off it to Tiefenthaler. Over to Hackford. Down to the baseline to Bell. Bell drives in. Runner up no good. And a whistle and a foul going to go on Kendall Quirk. And that is going to be her third. Kemper just got a lot of athletic kids out there. They, they do. They, they like good spacing. And they, they find the open girl who, for, for good shots all the time. And, they, and when they do that, they draw fouls and get to the free throw line. Lauren Bell at the line. Two of two tonight. Make it three of, or two of three, and she misses the first one. Simons will check out. Hewton back in for Kemper. And Todd, both of these teams, if you watch them, they, they know how they're supposed to run their offenses. Fundamentally, they're solid ball clubs. Bell hits uh, one of two, and now Glenn will check out as Olivia Schinkelberg will check in. The lead is 48-21 in favor of Kemper. I said both teams, like I said, fundamentally strong. Are really both teams, I'm sure Coach Phillips is, you know, this is not a, a very indicative of how they played all year and what right. they look like, what they can do. It's just too bad that it had, had to happen in the first round of the postseason. Montrager over to Steiger. Her three on the way off the back of the rim. No good. Long rebound to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler out in front of the back. Layup on the other end is up and good. Tiefenthaler's not a big girl, but she, she plays hard and does a nice job of getting out of the transition for the Lady Knight. Quirk inside, a runner at the buzzer, up and good off of the glass for Kendall Quirk. And that is going to make it now a 50-23 to 23 ball game here at the end of the third quarter. We'll step away, take a break. We're back with the fourth quarter coming up in one minute right here on 93.7 KKRL. 
The biodiesel industry is growing at a rapid pace across the country, but also in our backyards. And Western Iowa Energy is at the forefront of that environmental and economic advancement. Western Iowa Energy is committed to producing renewable, clean-burning diesel for our area and beyond. Made from a large range of feedstocks, the biodiesel produced locally by Western Iowa Energy is creating green jobs, improving the environment, and reducing our dependence on imported diesel. Western Iowa Energy, fueling a better future. As the parent of a student-athlete, it can be hard to find time for cooking delicious meals and snacks. The Market on 30 is here to help with our incredible selection of frozen entrees, Pasquale's pizzas, and our famous mac and cheese. Or try some of our quick and easy air fryer friendly foods, like juicy chicken strips and crunchy cheese balls. The Market on 30 in the BP Plaza, Carol's Food and Party Store, and a proud supporter of all of our local athletes. Live here from the Gatorade Broadcast booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Raiders with the basketball as we start the fourth quarter. Steiger open left side, top of the key. Her three up, no good. Lauren Bell going to track down her sixth rebound ball. Going to be knocked out of bounds by the Raiders. It'll be night basketball with 7.46 remaining. And the region here, folks, uh, you've got uh, Belmont Clemmy hosting uh, South Central Calhoun right now. That game over on kick. The winner there plays at North Union on Tuesday. The bottom part of that bracket is Pocahontas area uh, hosting Emmitsburg. Uh, Sioux Central awaiting the winner of this one on Tuesday night up at Sioux Central. We'll have that game covered for everybody. Uh, the other part of that region is Hartley Melvin Sandbird against Manson Northwest Webster at HMS. So those are the next round of games coming up. And right now, Todd, looks like Kemper will be at Sioux Central as Charlotte Hackford knocks down her 4-3 of the ballgame. Yeah, Hackford coming off the bench for the Lady Knights. An outstanding job, like I said, with four three-pointers tonight for them to really open up the lead here for the late, for Kemper. She's got to be close to a season high if that's not a season high for her yeah. already. Steiger with it. Skips it now over to Barrett. Barrett down to McCullough. McCullough out to Steiger again, down to the baseline to Ehler. Ehler will skip it over to Barrett on the left side. Bounce pass inside. McCullough back out to Steiger. Her three on the way up and good. Yeah, picking up the assist. Give him credit. I mean, like I said, Issa kind of did a much better job that time, moving the ball around the perimeter and found Steiger for the three-pointer for the, for the Raiders. Long pass down to Bell. Her runner in the lane up no good. Schenkelberg tips the rebound into the hands of McCullough. Todd, we've got to figure out who our player of the game is here. They work it yeah, now off it to Ehler. Ehler gets it over to Steiger. Back out to Barrett. Pump fake. Puts it on the floor. Gets it out to Steiger. Down, down. Into the hands of McCullough. Down to Ehler. Ehler trying to back in. She's going to be fouled either Bell or Schinkelberg. I don't know which player that was reaching in that he's going to call it on. And I think that's going to go on Bell. And that is going to be yep. number two on her. First against the Knights here in this fourth quarter. Stephen Taller will check out. And Kaylee Simon's going to check into the ballgame. Steiger with it on the right wing. Up top now to Barrett. Off in the hands of Carroll. Turnaround jumper. No good, but a whistle on a foul. And that one could go on Kaylee Simons. And that is going to be the call. As Simons will pick up her third in the ballgame. That will be the second on the night. Jordan Carroll will head to the free throw line. Carroll, a 5'7 sophomore. Free throw on the way. It is up and no good. Jordan averages one point and at two rebounds per game. 53-26 for Annie Glenn now in for Lauren Bell. 
Second free throw coming up here for Carroll. Again, we'll have our Mackey Motors tailgate coming up as Carroll knocks down that free throw, her first point here tonight. And we are going to be planned on joined by the coach and player for both teams here tonight. Randy Glenn with it, kicks it out. Hewton open for three. That one is up and no good. Ehler battling for the rebound. He's going to pull that one down. Addison with her sixth of the ballgame. Off now to Barrett, over to Steiger. Steiger with it, back over to Barrett. They'll bounce it to Carroll at the free throw line to Steiger. Back over to Barrett, down to the baseline to Ehler. Skip pass over to Steiger. Three on the way up, in and out, no good. And the rebound taken down by Aubrey Hewton. Long pass down to Hackford. She'll catch it on the run. Gets it back up top to Simons. Left side, Nadia Hewton. Skip pass back over to Hackford. Back to Simons. Back to Hewton. She's going to fire up a three. It's short. And the rebound tipped by Glenn and Ehler. It's going to go out of bounds off of Glenn. And it will be Eastsack basketball. Kendall Quirk checking back into the lineup. She'll check in now for Addison Ehler for Eastsack County. Yeah, it's 524 to go into ball game. 53-27. Lady Knights on their way to the victory here so far. Looking, looking like they're going to be on the way to the victory tonight. And another sub coming in for Kemper here. Yep, Kiefenthaler checking back in now for Schinkelberg. Todd, want to remind everybody that our all-star festivities for our top wrestlers and girls and boys basketball players. So that's girls and boys wrestling and girls and boys basketball. Free event open to the public. That's where we highlight our area players and coaches uh, and stuff as Kiefenthaler comes up with this deal. will be Sunday, March the 10th. And it'll be a free event. It's at Carroll High School. I'll get more details out. We'll get the nomination list of the players out as Simons travels with it. Uh, we're going to probably wait until after State Boys Wrestling next week so we have time to sit down and kind of figure out who we're all going to invite. And then I'll get messages out to all of the kids. But, folks, it's a yep. free event open to the public. We have an all-star game, a dodgeball tournament. We have a three-point shooting contest where the wrestlers get to participate. So it's a lot of fun. So come on out and support all of these area kids. Yeah, it's always an outstanding event for the for the Carroll Radio Station to honor those kids like that. And yep. It's really a true measure of what they can do for the for the for the community. McCullough has a rebound off of the miss out to Barrett. Over to uh, Barrett three, her up no good. McCullough with her fourth rebound here game. Back out now to Steiger. Back over to Barrett. Todd, think maybe we we gonna get you there this year? I, Maybe. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the plan is for me to be there. Okay. Yes, the yeah, you got to look at the schedule. Yes, yep, yes, yep. Yes. Jumper by Carroll. It is up no good. A rebound inside the court. She'll be fouled on the play. That'll be the third against tonight. I don't want to put pressure on you. If yeah. you can't make it, you can't make it. <laughs> well, but this is, is this the first one? I guess the football one you'd have been available. Right? right, right yeah. Right, yeah. But, uh, Charlotte Hatford with the foul. This is the first one where you're. You know, yeah, where, where you're gonna, helping us uh, yes, a bunch. Yes. yes. Yep. Steiger down to the corner, three up in good for McKenna Steiger, her second of the ballgame. Nice looking shot there by Steiger. She's got a you know, she's got an athletic kid as well. Yep. Just a nice job for the Raiders. Knights will bring it up. Simons. Pump fake drives down. Runner left it a little bit short. Quirk battling for the rebound. And then Bell and Carroll go to the floor and Jordan Carroll maybe honk the back of her head, but she is quickly up. And Anna McCullough and Chloe Barrett right over there to check on her. And, Todd, did we get a jump ball call? Was that what you had? It looked yep. like yes, we got a jump, jump ball, ball call. call. I was watching the players on the ground and kind of forgot to look at the official. That's like the third or fourth time that we've had two girls go to the floor yeah. hard tonight for, for, for loose balls. Yep. And, uh, fortunately, the, both girls there each time have been able to get up. And uh, that was a hard one there for Carroll. Yeah, Coach Phillips checking on Jordan Carroll as she checks out. Kneeler back in. Lauren Bell's runner-up no good. We're going to get it over the back on Franny Glenn, or would you? Yep, we are. Yep. So Franny Glenn 
I didn't know if they were just going to call it out of bounds on her or if they were actually going to call the, the, the contact that she made uh, on the uh, rebound attempt. Yeah, they called the contact. That's Franny Glenn's third foul of the ball game. It's exactly four minutes to play in the ball game. Steiger with it on the right side. Works it down to McCullough on the baseline. Inside, and that time Overmo almost came up with a steal. Todd jumped the passing lane, but steps on the baseline as she was fighting Quirk for it. Yeah, and it'll the, stay with East Act. For the fourth time, they were able to steal the ball underneath the basket, but just, just stepped out of bounds. Quirk to Steiger. Up top now to Barrett. Back over to Steiger. Down to Quirk on the baseline. She'll drive in lane. Dumps it into Ehler. We're going to get another reach-in foul on Kemper. So 3.46 remaining here. And that's all going to go on Carson Overmull. And that should be number four and is number four on Herbert. Team foul number five will put Kendall Quirk to the free throw line. First trip there tonight, 50% on the season. Kendall's got six points so far here tonight. Free throw on the way. It is up and no good off at the back of the rim. Again, our Mackey Motors tailgate coming up. Second free throw on the way. We'll get some thoughts from Todd on this one. That one is up in good from Quirk. And then hopefully we'll get a player and coach from both teams to join us. Always tough when it's that last game of the right. season for a group of kids to, to want to talk. Um, so we certainly understand if, if somebody doesn't want to come up. But yeah, it's always emotional for, it is. for anybody, girls or boys, after the last yeah. last Especially event. seniors. Especially seniors, exactly. Yep. Yep. Keith and Dollar with it. For some of these kids, it'll be the last time they strap on a pair of basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. Keith and Dollar fires up a three. It is up no good. McKenna Steiger comes down with the rebound for East Sack. She'll go behind the back. Takes it over on the left side. Now to Ehler over at two at Bontrager on the right wing. Back over now to the left side from Ehler over to Steiger. Steiger drives down to the baseline. Cut off. Barrett off to Ehler. Dump pass. Nice high-low pass. And Quirk going to lay it up and in. Yeah, nice little pass to Ehler for, for the two points for the Raiders there. Good passing good pass by the Raiders at that time. Ethan Dollar with it. Sioux Central Dodd has stayed for the entire game. So I think they're, they're wanting to see everything they can see out of what probably is going to be Kemper as their next competitor on Tuesday. Yeah, if I understand right, they're, what, 19-1 and one or something yeah, like that? Yeah, ranked, ranked fourth, fourth, I think. The state. Yep, so, uh, yep. it's gonna be a, it'll be a tough matchup yep. for, uh, for Kemper, but uh, I'm sure Coach Klink would do, do a little scouting tonight, watch a lot of film and, and get the girls ready for Tuesday night. Todd Kemper here in the fourth quarter. They've scored just three points uh, in this quarter. As we got a foul here a moment ago. That's going to go in Anna McCullough, her second. Elsa Tiefendaller to the free throw line. They led this at 50-23 to 23 at the end of the three quarters. So just three points now up to four as Tiefendaller hits that free throw. Well, like we had mentioned, you know, Coach Klink substituting a lot of different girls in now yeah. to get, get some girls some playing time in the postseason, and that's, that's had a little to do with that. Second free throw up and good as well. Kaylee Derrickson checking into the ball game. 55 now, 33. Bell over Mull. Tiefenthaler Glenn out there with it, Derrickson. Bontrager over the left side, up top to Ehler. They work it down to McCullough, out to Steiger, three on the way up, good. Todd Anna McCullough's done a nice job of coming in yeah. and just finding her open teammates. You know what, a good role player for the, for the Raiders. And like I said, like I said she does a nice job of finding the open teammate, and Steiger able to knock down a number three for the Raiders. 
She definitely got her skills from mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there because uh, Eric, oh, <laughs> Eric's know. a good guy as well. He is gonna... an amazing dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I got to if, if I was going to pick on the one of the two of them, oh. I'm going to pick on Eric yes, over yes. picking on Angie. Yeah, I'm not going to stick. I'm not going to pick yeah. on Angie at all. No, no I'm not no. going to. I'm staying away from that one. Uh, I, she thumped me worse than than Eric. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Great yes. people. Oh, Absolutely yes. great people. Tremendous people. We get a foul here a moment ago on Derrickson. That'll put Kendall Cork at the free throw line. She'll hit the first one. That'll make it now 55-37. to 37. You know, the thing about the Eastside County Raiders, you can just see the, you can just see the house frustrated they are out there yep. that things didn't go their way tonight. You no, know? but then once this game was ends, end, they'll realize the, you know what what the future looks like for these girls. Cork misses that free throw, and Kaylee Derrickson comes up with a rebound. Overmall with it now off to Glenn. Yeah, that twenty-five to nothing run, Todd. Yeah. They just they couldn't get shots, and when they did, they weren't falling. And credit Kemper a lot because their defense was moving so quickly. Derrickson down in the post finds Overmold inside, tipped away, and we're going to get a jump ball. Position arrow is going to favor East Sac County. County. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter how good a team you have. If you, yeah. you have a twenty-five nothing run against you, it's hard to bounce yep. back. Yeah, it really doesn't matter if you're if you're the better team or not. Jenna Ashinger, Cora Mailer. And uh, going to check in. Emma Meredith also getting checked to check in for East Sac County. That'll be the seniors. Meredith and Mailer are going to be checking in for the first time here tonight. We're going to get a timeout by East Sac. I think they're going to go ahead and take the timeout. We'll step away with them. I think Kemper are going to bring in a host of players. We'll go ahead back in 30 seconds here on KKR. Smithfield Foods is an American-based food company committed to producing high-quality, wholesome, and affordable food. They want you to join their team in Carroll. They're hiring general production individuals and the starting pay $19.55 per hour. And you'll also get a generous benefits package. You'll get holidays, paid time off, medical, vision, dental insurance, and more. Visit smithfieldfoods.com forward slash carol to apply online. Smithfield Foods, equal opportunity employer, including disability and veterans. Back with the basketball here. Quick shout out to one of the all-time greats in uh, high school basketball and high school coverage. Radio guy Gary Buckland listening to the ball game tonight. He's up in Waterloo. So shout out to, to Gary. Grew up listening to him. We got another shot clock violation. Todd, let's run through lineups here real quick. For East Sac County, it's Cora Mailer, Anna McCullough, Emma Meredith, uh, also Sarah Bontrager and Jen Ashinger. Uh, for Kemper, uh, Kaylee Simons, Sierra Pudence. Uh, Caitlin Yetmar, also Olivia Schinkelberg, and Addie Antover on the floor right now. So those are our lineups here under a minute remaining in this one. Uh, the Knights are going to move on, and Todd, right now it looks like Coach is kind of, I'm sure they're going to take a shot at some point, but they're really kind of running clock right now. Right, right, exactly. Unless that's a really good, nice shot to, like I said, run the clock down as much as they can. Yetmar with it, down to eight on the shot clock. Antover at the free throw line, out to Yetmar. Yetmar back over to Simon. Simon's pump fake, two on the shot clock. Her runner-up no good, and Cora Mailer going to pick up the rebound up for the Isak Raiders, the senior. Terrific young lady, a cross-country kid. Grabs her first board. Bontrager with it, down to 20 seconds. Mailer at the free throw line, over to Emma Meredith, down to Ashinger. She'll fire up a corner three. It's up no good. Rebound tipped into the hands of McCullough. And is she going to be fouled on the play? She will stop at the clock for 13.8 seconds remaining. And Anna McCullough going to get a chance to head the free throw line. 
there's, there's McCullough right there about to grab a miss for the rebound. You know, she had an outstanding night on the, on the in the rebounding. For yeah, the, for I got the her for five rebounds, couple three mm-hmm. assists here in the ball game. McCullough at the line, forty percent on the season. Free throw on the way. That one is up and no good. I was going to say that had to have been like Grandpa Geary, but <laughs> I'm not going to. I, I, you know, we'll give Eric credit on that. Yeah, one. We'll, give, <laughs> we'll give Eric credit on that one. Yes. <laughs> Second free throw coming up here. It is on the way. It is up. It is no good. Olivia Schinkelberg will clear the rebound. Hudens will get it up across half court. Congrats to the Kemper Knights on the win here tonight. And uh, congrats to a terrific season uh, to East San County. It's been a lot of fun covering them all season long, and I always enjoy talking with Jason Phillips. But Kemper wins it here tonight by a final of 55-37. to We'll step away, take a break. We've got our Mackey Motors tailgate. That is coming up for you next right here on 93.7 KKRL. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City, MackeyMotors.com. RJV Diesel Repair in Westside can get you ready for the cold weather. Winterize your heavy truck now with maintenance by reliable and experienced mechanics. Batteries, tires and chains, fuel treatment, minor repairs and more. RJV Diesel Repair has the equipment and knowledge to get you on the road. When you want small town service done right, call the family owned garage that you can trust. RJV Diesel Repair in Westside 663-4500 or Big Pete's wife Sarah at 790-4543. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City, MackeyMotors.com. Arcadia Meats proudly supports ESAC County student-athletes. For more than 40 years, Arcadia Meats has set the bar high when it comes to official and custom processing of your animals, retail needs, and wholesale distribution. Serving all of Iowa and beyond, whether you're looking for fresh steaks, pork products, their famous herbs jerky, or any products for your personal or business needs, look for all of your Arcadia Meats favorites at a store or restaurant near you. And go Raiders! Step up to more power and all-around capability with new hauling compact and subcompact tractors from Haley Equipment in Carroll and Rockwell City. The Workmaster Utility Series is a tough, practical workhorse providing unmatched comfort and simplicity. The Workmaster Utility Tractor is ready to complete any task with the productivity of the 12 by 12 powered shovel transmission and four-wheel drive. Stop into Haley Equipment in Carroll and Rockwell City and see how the new Holland Workmaster tractors are the best utility tractors to help you complete those tasks efficiently. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never-frozen Midwest raised beef. 
Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's famous custard is made fresh throughout the day, every day. With over 30 toppings to choose from, there is something for everyone. Grab a shake, malt, concrete mixer, or sundae. Find your favorite. Check out the flavor today online at Culver's.com. Culver's, welcome to delicious. From bump, set, spike to the crack of the bat. At Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams from Motor Inn of Carroll. Tailgate brought to you by Mackey Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. Jeff Lankman and Todd Danner with you here tonight. Our latest update again, uh, South Central Calhoun was down 32-15 going into the fourth quarter in their game up at uh, Belmont Clemmie tonight. That over on kick 106.7 with Nick Brinks. Jeff Lankman and Todd Danner with you up here in Sac City uh, as uh, Kemper winning it here tonight, Todd, 55-37. to 37. We're going to get uh, Elsa Tiefenthaler making her way up here, uh, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you a quick thought from you as Elsa makes her way up here. Yeah, congratulations to Kemper on the win tonight. I mean, they set the tone early on after falling down 3 nothing, a 25 nothing run. That's hard yep. to recover for anybody. But give Kemper a lot of credit for, uh, for taking off after that and, and really solidifying the, the ball game and, uh, and, and uh, turning around in the second half and then keeping the lead around 25, 26 points in the you know, ended up winning by 18, but uh, yep. big game we're coming up for the Lady Knights on Tuesday night. So. You bet. And we'll get more thoughts from you here in a little bit because yep. you can't go anywhere. That's right. I can't you go anywhere. To, yep, That's you right. have to stay. So we'll get Elsa to slide around back over here, and she'll jump on the headset here, and we'll get some thoughts from Elsa. So I, first thing I'm going to ask, now the game's over. There it is. There's the smile. <laughs> you told me before the game you couldn't smile at that point, right? It wasn't time to smile yet. <laughs> and now's the time to smile. Yes. Congratulations. Uh, you guys had, had topped this team earlier in the year, uh, but you knew that there could be a battle here tonight. I mean, you guys know each other fairly well. They come out and get that three right away to take the three to nothing lead, but then you and the girls go on a 25 uh, to nothing run to kind of separate yourselves here in the game. Um, what started to click for this team, do you think? I think our defensive pressure just got to them, and yes. we just got steals and got layups. What was it with your defense tonight? Because they were having a hard time getting looks early in the game, and when they were, they were contested. And then we had talked a lot. I mean, Addison Neer comes in third in the state in Class 2A in offensive rebounds, and Kendall rebounds really well. But you guys didn't allow them any second-chance opportunities. I wouldn't say any. You know, they got a couple. But we, said, we talked about having five people on the glass at all right. times, all, all times in the defensive glass, obviously not in the offensive glass. But, you know, I feel like we did pretty good on that. But Addison, she's good she's really good on the offensive glass so she got a couple in once what was it with your full court pressure that that helped i know you were able to get a few hands on passes you also kind of made them burn a lot of time you got them called a couple of times tonight for shot clock violations yes our defensive pressures lasted a whole 35 seconds which was really really good for us like we kept moving throughout the entire clock which is pretty pretty good for us i'd say (laughs) but in in the full court we did really good at covering our areas we talked about beforehand how we need to cover more middles and suddenly can't get in the middle and we did so we executed 
I really was impressed with the ball movement on the offense tonight. Talk about the spacing and what you guys were seeing and what you wanted to do to attack that 2-3 zone that they were in tonight. It was probably one of our best moving, movement of the ball games. You know, we got really good movement. And I, I, a couple times I was jumping up and down after we got a layup because I was so happy with our ball movement. Was it something that you guys saw on film that you knew you'd be able to do, or was it just tonight everything kind of clicked? That's what we've been working on all season, that movement against the zone, and it finally is just clicking right now, right when we need it. You guys ended up with eight threes, four of them coming from Charlotte Ackford. I know a couple of times when she knocked it down, you were pretty excited about that. So what's it like (laughs) to see a teammate shooting like that? I was just like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like, first ball she passed, I was like, oh, she's feeling it. Once yeah. she hit the second one, I was like, she's feeling She's going to keep hitting them. I was happy for her. You, you guys kept looking for her at that point, yeah. too, because you, you knew that she was hot. Sioux Central now on the road. They were here watching tonight. Yeah. What do you think the message was that you sent them uh, that, hey, this is who we are coming up there on Tuesday night? You know, we didn't get much respect from the state, but we're not getting much respect from anyone, so we'll see what happens. Is that the chip on the shoulder with this group <laughs> yes, right now? Yes. 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 Uh, do, do you have everything circled? Is that, oh, is that yeah. the way you're looking at it? Five more games. Five more games. Well, I tell you what, great job here tonight. Appreciate you joining Thank us. Thank you. Elsa Tiefendaller joining us. We're going to get head coach, of course, uh, Andrew Klink, and then we do have East Sac coach and, and a player. I can't see who it is, but I know there's somebody out there. Coach, congratulations. Uh, nice win. Uh, not too many times you see a team go on a 25 to nothing run, uh, but you guys able to do that here tonight. And as Elsa said, I thought it all started on the defensive side. You guys really made it hard on them to get shots, and then a great offensive rebounding team either, I think, come in third in the state in 2A in offensive rebounds. And until late in the game, you guys really didn't give up many second-chance opportunities. Yeah, you know, uh, we, we talk about all the time that, you know, defense is what we got to hang our hat on because uh, you don't have to put the ball in the hoop, and it, you know, it takes a team effort to do it, and when we can do that, it makes us um, better on the offensive end. So, uh, you know, and I think in the second quarter we got a little, a little lackadaisical on the glass, and yep. and, and uh, Eiler, she she showed her how, why she is as good as she is on the offensive glass. I think she had three straight. She was at the free throw line, or she made the bucket, you know, on offensive rebounds. So, you know, I, I overall I thought we did a really good job, especially early on, of uh, moving our feet, using our length, uh, communicating like crazy, you know, causing turnovers, and then getting runouts and in, in transition. Um, and then in the half court, it, just, it, it bled off of the, the defense that we were playing on the other end. And, and full court pressure was it as much, you didn't get a ton of turnovers, you got some. But I thought it controlled them, it slowed them down, it forced them to have a short period of time to run their offense. They got called for a shot clock violation a couple of times tonight because a lot of times they weren't getting the ball over until eight, nine seconds had already come off the shot clock. Yeah, you know, and, and that's where, you know, what we're trying to run there, at least in that scenario, is, uh, you know, we're just trying to, slow things down, um, you know, shorten the clock up for them. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we're trying to kind of make them feel pressured when they get across half court. Uh, so make them think, yeah, I've got a great look, but it's not really a great look because there's a defender that's closing in on it. So, you know, for us it was um, it was really good for us to see the rotation because rotations are huge in, in, in that one 2 one, one. Um, And I thought we did a really good job of that. Um, and it kind of forced uh, a little bit of what we call chaos um, on that on the offensive end for them. Ball movement on the offensive end and spacing, two things that Todd and I seem to notice a lot about the girls for you tonight. There was hardly ever a time where a pass was in a congested area because you guys spaced the floor and you moved the ball quick against their zone. Yeah, you know, we uh, all week long we preach that, you know, uh, we've got to get the ball to move. We can't stick. Um, we've seen, you know, about every different defense, man, zone, 1-3-1, 2-3, 1-2-2 uh, throughout the year. And, you know, when we struggle is when we get stagnant. Um, 
and I thought we did a really good job of not being stagnant, getting the ball to move, attacking downhill, um, inside-out kicks for our shooters on the outside, and, you know, it helps me knock down a few, but we were also getting really good, good looks at the rim. If there's one thing, you got up like, like about 30, and they cut it to 17, so probably going to tell them they're, they're going to have to finish as, yeah. they, as they move deeper, and I know you, you subbed, both teams did, but is it going to be about having to finish as you guys try to move through the tournament? Yeah, I mean, and the, the thing is, is uh, what I was looking at is just trying to get some girls in to get those nerves out. You know, postseason yep. nerves are a different kind of nerves um, than regular season, and needed some girls that, hey, we might have to call on you. Um, you know, if we've got some foul trouble or we've got a scenario or situation where we need you, I want to get those nerves out now um, when there is a little bit of a cushion. And, um, you know, regardless of what the scoreboard says, uh, you know, a one-point win or a 17-point win, it's good for those girls to get those reps um, to see, you know, um, high-level basketball and be able to respond to it. Sioux Central Tuesday night up there. Have you even peeked at them at all? Uh, a little bit. Uh, just some film here and there. Uh, Coach Eddie and myself have uh, kind of been back and forth talking, uh, you know, when we can't sleep at night and staying up late, uh, <laughs> just trying to figure out things as far as, you know, just schematically, you know, what, what do they do, what do they do really well. I mean, they're, they're a very solid basketball team. We know that. Um, they're ranked third and fourth in the state. Um, so we're going to we're gonna have to bring it, uh, and we're going to have to, you know, do whatever, everything that we can do. Those details are going to really matter. Well, Coach, congrats. Appreciate you joining us here. Best of luck coming up on Tuesday night. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Andrew Clink joining us here. We'll step away, take a quick break. We'll be back with more of our Mackie Motors tailgate. We've got to McKenna Steiger making her way over next here on KKR. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is a proud supporter of the East Sac Raiders. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is dedicated to providing reliable, affordable, and responsible electricity. Whether watching TV or using the Internet, Raccoon Valley's member owners depend on the electricity from Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative to power their lives and to keep them connected with family, friends, and communities. Raccoon Valley Electric Cooperative is your Touchstone Energy Cooperative. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. by Mackey Motors of Lake City, recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Together, let's drive at Mackey Motors in Lake City and at MackeyMotors.com. Jeff Lankman, join you right now by McKenna Steiger, of course, at the ESAC Raiders. And McKenna, you and I were just uh, kind of chatting. You guys got that first three, and then it was just one of those nights. You, you hate to have them at this time of the year, but one of those nights where you just couldn't get anything to fall. Yeah, it happened. Not a good game to happen, but it just happened. This team, though, kept fighting. Talk about the character of this team. And, and you girls never gave up. You fought back. You cut it down to 17 at the end after getting down by almost 30. So what is it about this team that you girls are such competitors that no matter what, you're out there competing, diving on the floor? We just stop looking at the score, and we just want to get better each time, every time we go out on the court. And we just want to keep trying our best the entire game. Where did you feel like you and this group of girls got better on the court here tonight? I feel like... We cut down on our turnovers in the second quarter, and then we just started playing better and playing more aggressive. And then our shots started falling there eventually at the end, which 
helped our lead, or helped us get a little bit of a lead going. So did it take just a little bit of time to kind of figure out the movement of their zone here tonight in the half court, and is that when you girls started to kind of find some opening shots? Yeah, we just had to keep moving the ball until we got it open, and then, like I said in the first quarter, we were just rushing things, and we were, like, really scared for some reason. But after that, we calmed down, and I thought we did really well. Three threes for you in the second half. Take me kind of through what you were seeing, how you were able to get those shots, and your teammates able to find you. Yeah, our post players did a really good job at kicking it out tonight, and they saw me on the opposite side, and it worked. McKenna, I was talking to you during the commercial break there, and I said, you know, not that I was looking past this season by any means, but, you know, you lose one starter in Jen, you got four starters back, this team got better as this season went on. Uh, you've got to be excited about your senior season next year and what this team could be capable of doing. Yeah, I'm super excited. We lost some good, we got lost a good leader, but... I think we're going to be really good next year, and we're going to fight with everyone on the court next year. Well, I tell you what, it's always fun talking to you. I appreciate you coming up. Enjoy watching you play as well. So thanks for coming up, and uh, we'll see you again here soon. Thank you. You met McGinnis Steiger again with the ESAC Raiders. We're going to get the head coach, Jason Phillips, on the headset here, and we'll get uh, some uh, thoughts from him. And, and, Coach, I appreciate you coming up. These are always tough ones, but, uh, you know, uh, tough first quarter uh, you know I, I thought the girls responded after that but a tough first quarter here tonight yeah you know um it seems like we we come out and we have our head chopped off when we play good teams yep you know um and, and Kemper's a good team yep. you know just because the record is you know eight or whatever it is seven and whatever it is third you know they play in a really good conference you know night in night out you got to come to play you know there so they're really good um but, you know, it's like we get nervous and we don't do what we're supposed to do. You see the second half, that's what we had planned for the whole game. Right. You know, and we did a lot better, right? Yep. You know, and uh, if we did, did that in the first quarter, you know, it might have been a little closer at the, you know, at the end. So, um, but, you know what, they didn't give up. Right. And never do. This group never quits. Do no, they? And, and you know what, all, all our girls, they never quit. Right. They, that was one of the things I said at, at, at the quarter break, you know, after the, I said, don't you give up. Right. I said, we still got three quarters. I said, it's just about gut check, and, you know, we, we're we better than this, you know. And uh, and so and then we played better. Yeah. At least Addison and Kendall tonight not in foul trouble. That, yeah. that was a nice kind of a turnaround from the first time these two yep. teams met. Yep. And, and, and that helped a lot, you it know. Did. That kept us in the game. Um, they kind of took Addie out of what she wanted to do. Right. Um, but I think we took us out of, of what we wanted to do, too. You know, that first quarter and part of the second quarter, we'd break the press and then we'd come down and shoot the ball real quick. Right. You know, um, I don't have a problem with that, okay? But then you're, if you don't make them, you're playing defense again. And right at that particular time, we didn't need to be playing defense. Right. You know, we needed to make better choices. Um, but, you know, they're still they're learning and they're younger. And, uh, you know, we're going to get better. Did you guys have to adjust anything defensively with what Kemper was having success on in that first quarter, or was it just the girls settling down and kind of starting to play on the defense? We did not change a thing. That's what I wondered. You know, it was they settled down. They knew what they were supposed to do at the beginning of the game. We just executed it the second half, okay? And we were getting out. We weren't worrying about, you know, our middle girl was supposed to stay high. You know, it's that that's the whole deal. And when you don't don't execute, you're going to get beat. 
coach. Four seniors on this group. Jen starts for you. Jen Ashinger, just a tremendous young lady. Uh, Cora Mailer, Emma Meredith, and Anna McCullough. I thought Anna gave you some really good minutes passing the ball and moving it around and rebounding tonight. But losing four seniors off of this team, and all of them are really quality kids. You know, they are, and that, that's what I said in the locker room. You know, I said the leadership that they provide and and calm down the coach right. when he's all excited during practice. <laughs> coach you never know, gets excited. You know, and, 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 no, and, and Emma, we call her Turbo, yeah. you know, and she just looks at me, smiles, and says, Calm down, Jason. Calm down. <laughs> and, and and you know what? It helps. It yep. breaks. You know, it breaks because I do have to calm down because you know what? We don't know everything about the game of basketball, right. and you know we need to learn. And it's my responsibility to teach them. And if they don't understand how I'm teaching, then it's my fault. Right. And so then I need to calm down to the point where I got to get back to teaching them. They have to understand. You know, and I just need to relax a little bit. And they, you know, and like I said, they all, Anna does a great job. Cora and Emma, you know, they do a fantastic job of keeping our bench going, and, and uh, Jen just plugs away. Coach, I kind of mentioned it to you the other day. I was not looking past this season and potential postseason run. One senior in the starting lineup you're bringing back for. You had some girls in Jordan Carroll and Chloe Barrett that got some experience as sophomores coming off the bench. Hopefully have some eighth graders coming in as freshmen or freshmen coming up to sophomores next year that might be able to help. But I think the future next year could be a really nice year for you guys. You know, we're hoping it is. You know, yep. we got to get some things fixed. Yep. Um, we got to keep working at it. Uh, we just got to shoot the ball a little bit better. And uh, but good kids, they'll be in the gym with. You know, they'll they'll come and get in the gym. They got a taste of some better success. You know, we upped our win total by you know a double almost. Yep. And, we expect to do that next year again, too. Um, you know, we still play in a really tough conference. Even right. though we're not a 4A or 3A conference, we're a, a really good, you know, 1A, you know, when you have the state title champion or the runner-up every year, you know, and you play them. <laughs> yep. uh, and, then, and then, you know, we have really good teams in the conference, too, um, that, you know, compete. So, you know, we get good competition, and our, our non-conference people, are you know if you look at who we play, we play a lot of ranked teams too. Yep. You know Kemper, you know Maple Valley, you yep. know used to be Cherokee, um, you know, and them are tough games. And you know, but that makes us better. Yep. You know, and I you know sometimes I wish the association would, you know, look at your schedule and who you play right. before they get all excited. And, and you know what, Kemper should have had this this game probably down there, but it was nice to play at home for a change and. Because since the five years I've been coaching, I've, we've always been on the road. Right. So. <laughs> nice to get a home game. So, yep. Coach, it's always fun to talk to you. Appreciate you joining us here, and we'll look forward to catching up with you. I think we're going to skip the radio phone call interviews this week because we're going to be busy with state wrestling yep. and everything. So probably wrap up the season with you in two weeks if that works out. Yep, right. no problem. I appreciate it. You, you guys bet. are great. You bet. Head Coach Jason Phillips will step away. Todd Danner and I will wrap up coverage in 30 seconds here on KKR. Family-owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. Live here 
from the Gatorade Broadcast Booth, distributed by Pepsi Beverages. Gatorade helping athletes fuel, recover, and perform. Mackey Motors at tailgate, Jeff Blank. But Todd Danner, one other final score. Belmont Clemmy top South Central Calhoun, 42-27. to um, So we'll have two games coming up on a Tuesday night, the way it looks. Uh, Casey Miners will go with the Kemper game. Uh, we'll have uh, Nick uh, with uh, the Coon Rapids Bayard girls, I think, on Tuesday night. And uh, I'll head down uh, to get ready for a, a long day long, yeah. at State Wrestling. 18 wrestlers again in advance. Todd, final thoughts, and then we're going to announce our motor in player of the game. They've already got half of the gym clean. They're just <laughs> yeah. waiting on us to stop uh-huh. talking yeah. before they can clean up the rest. You know, it's a, the Kemper, you know, came in tonight knowing what they wanted to do, and they, they set the tone early on with that 25 nothing run. And it was that was pretty much the entire the, the ball game right there. You yep. go up twenty five to three, and it's a, it was pretty much a one sided game after that. To, you know, so Kemp, so give Kemper a lot of credit for settling in after that, and give you know after the after a slow first quarter for East Scott County, East yep. County played a lot better in the last three quarters. They and, did and executed offensively, like Coach Phillips mentioned. They did they executed the things they wanted to do throughout the whole ball game, the final three quarters. So yep. a lot of positives come out of the. Out of the last three quarters for Eastside County. Yeah, down 22 at the end of the first quarter, you lose by 17. Yeah. That tells you me you played better mm-hmm. over those final three quarters. But yep. Kemper looks like a team that's going to make some noise Kemper, in the playoffs. Yes. They will yep. make some noise. You bet they will, yes. Our motor and player of the game tonight, we are going with Elsa Tiefenthaler of the Kemper Knights. Quick look at scoring for both teams. Elsa Tiefenthaler, 18. Aubrey Hutton, 5. Lauren Bell, 11. For Annie Glenn, 6. Kaylee Simons, 3. And Charlotte Hackford with 12. Knights, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. For Eastside County here tonight, McKenna Steiger, 9. Jen Ashinger, 3. Sarah Bontrager, 6. Addie Ehler with 8. Kendall Cork, 10. And Jordan Carroll with 1. They go 7 of 14 from the free throw line. For Casey Miners back in the studio. For my broadcast partner, Todd Danner, this is Jeff Blankman saying thank you for listening to basketball coverage here tonight on 93.7 at KKRL. It was Kemper slipping by Eastside County tonight by a final of 55 to 37. Have a great night, everybody.